welcome, welcome, welcome. Remix Rock. Lemon on the Boogie Podcast. We just three average guys here to talk a little thing about call sports. And as always, I got with me in a different order today. D double O Z E. Oh, yeah, that's because I'm refreshed. On Florence in Missouri. I'm up to <laughs> He's at the top today. And down low, we got the Wonder Mouse, Dorian Anthony Brown, the Almighty. <laughs> down low. From Richmond, California. <laughs> that is the wrong phrase to use. <laughs> down low. And you got me, Rod D, right here from the Detroit, Michigan. Uh, but even though we are all in different places, we all from the boogie. The boogie. We want to welcome each and every one of you to our 20th two zero episode. That's two dimes. Four nickels. However you want to look at it, but this number 20. We One dollar minus 86. Okay, you're going too far now. <laughs> We want to thank each and every one of you for continuing to join in, continue to uplift us, continue to follow us um, as we go along. You know, but tell your friends, hit the like button, plus the subscribe button. button. Uh, What's the other one? Follow, press the follow button. Do all that stuff. Keep in touch with us. Drop us an email. Drop us a line if you want to. Yeah. Bam! BoogieBlamin at gmail.com. You know, drop us a line and, you know, ask us a question. We'll put it on here. We'll talk about it. Yeah, email us, call us, send us some money, do something. Do something. <laughs> you know, all, all money, you know, you can always send us money to this right here. Don't don't call unless you send us some money. <laughs> Definitely. Go to, to BOTBpodcast.com. Press that donate button, which I'm going to put on the today to make sure y'all got a, a way of donating. You put dude's number on there so y'all can call him. Call dudes. <laughs> hey, call me up. Call dudes. Call, call me. me. If you need someone to talk to. That's Mr. Telephone Man. That's right. <laughs> if, if you try to call me and you ain't got no money, it's going to be something wrong with my line. <laughs> I'm so scared right now. <laughs> Well, at least we made it to what sixteen shows. What's going on? What I missed? Seventeenth, we made it to seventeenth. It might be our last one. Seventeenth. We had a couple shaky moments there, but we made it to seventeenth. But this might be it. Go ahead, Dante. Take it away. <laughs> Take us off the air. Oh, this is. I thought it was coming oh, yeah. up. We done. We done. None of this is, guys, because you remember all this stuff all comes from all this comes from what you say, Roddy, the internet always wins. Yes, undefeated. Again, the internet is undefeated. The story of the young and the reckless. I am Houston. I ain't going to go through the rehash but of what's going on, but y'all know last week, couple weeks ago, Zion had his gender announcement for his uh, baby, you know, with his pregnant girlfriend, the Akima, who, by the way, gentlemen, if you want, you, you can look Akima up on Instagram. Uh, she's we, right we there. We'd rather not. Oh! 
but gentlemen, this is what a little triangle gets in. Miss Mariah Mills, y'all know this is the one that started it all. Social media, the internet, undefeated. After the little gender announcement party and everything, this little young lady came out. She didn't like what happened. All y'all can read. I ain't gonna go through it, but y'all see a lot of hood rat going on, a lot of hating going on, a lot of smoking trees, 420, a lot of bitches. But the biggest thing, I, I'm looking at this and I'm seeing from all this. I was Zion Creek. Y'all see the last paragraph down there? And this was her most recent tweet, y'all. Social media show. This battle on social media is going berserk. But what is she? Who's mad about? What's she mad about? Wait, there's more. There's a third girl. The young and the reckless. Jamil Taylor. Came out like yesterday, two days ago, right? You see her comments. What she had to say about Zion. I don't speak of bonics. But that's in the bonnet, so we got we have a professor with us. He can translate all that, but y'all get the point of what she's saying to read it at all. But but the thing about it is, gentlemen, <laughs> basically what it all said done, these two tag teaming, they teaming up on Zion baby mama. This is what Yamil, her most recent post, he had to say. Somebody tell your girl over there, what's up? If make that call they can be like uh what is that show jack tripper dorian three's company yeah but the one they don't like they just want the hood rat out which is his new baby mama yeah mama let's really adore and love because well first of all so let's go dorian let's go dorian if you're gonna if you're gonna make a clap back please be able to spell <laughs> social media though this is social media to follow no 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 there is no there's no text there's no text speech for beneath beneath is not spelled b-e-n-n-e-t-h so we know what about what about hypocrisy how you spell it? <laughs> oh, hyper hypocrisy. You gotta talk about writing. Just for what you see what Dorian's talking about. One mistake, and y'all just will not let that bro leave it alone. We'll not leave it alone. But look at on the serious side. Dorian, there it is. There it is on the serious side. Put Dorian on the, on the serious point, side, Dorian. though. What 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 this says? What you doing on that with the As you were, as you were looking at the hey. As you were alluding I ain't getting to, trouble by myself. <laughs> right. As you were alluding to, although facetiously, it's, it's social media getting out of control. And, and what has happened is that drama has become a commodity. Mm -hmm. Drama, personal drama, real life drama has become a commodity like to be bought and sold. So it's like that whole thing when people say the first thing when they start off a sentence with a hey, uh you know i don't mean no disrespect no disrespect something is something disrespectful is coming afterwards so notice that the first thing she said was this ain't about no clout well that means that's exactly what it's about yeah so that's the only it, that's the only yeah. thing it could be about so people have now Put on my page instagram one of my fans, fans people have begun to monetize 
their personal issues, whether those are good personal issues or bad personal issues. It's all worth some money. Mm -hmm. So they want videos to go viral. The they want memes to Jerry. go viral. This is how they get followers to, you know, to their social media accounts and all of that kind of stuff. And, and to me, that's exactly what it is, what this is. None of this was anything that needed to be put out in the public the way it was put out in the public. Because all Zion did was post a picture of him with this woman that he, you know, was and it was a, it was a gender reveal thing. So he didn't put any of their names out there exactly. or anything, but you want to come back and, and do that. Yeah. It, it was exactly. unnecessary to me. It would, do that yeah. privately. Yo, but but again, drama sells. That, 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 that wasn't all uh, Zion did. But then, well, yeah. he, what was he, the title? Hey, what was the, the title? Yeah, it wasn't all. He did a, he, Zion's a freak. Zion's a freak. But we would have yeah, never known you know, Zion was just, a freak. It's, 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 it's like Jordan said, these young ladies don't put this all out there. That's why it's titled There's Some Holes in the House. Go ahead, dude. You know, it's all about clout because, I mean, let's be honest here. Those women, even though they're acting like they're so upset about Zion being with another woman, you think that Zion's the only athlete that they're messing with or entertainer? Or, no. or, or doctor or lawyer? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it can only be about clout. You know, they're trying to, you know, use his name for fame. And trying to get you know paid off of his name, and, so and now, like we said earlier, they'll be able to uh do the I little need hostings more and, and parties to my page, yeah. The hostings and parties, and that's part of their new title now, you know, uh, mistress mm -hmm. of Zion Williams, or you know, uh, porn star uh, Zion Williams, uh, fling or whatever. Right. So that's their new you know pool to get more money because uh, uh, hostings and the, other the, things. The thing is, dudes, didn't nobody really know who they were until they until she started uh, making all these accusations against Zion. So now I bet you her her OnlyFans page and has her, like tripled. She's still discovered out here. Yeah. And then what's the purpose of you know all this? You know, exactly. uh, talking about all the about. different Talk things she did with Zion Williams. Yeah, that, that that that's just your private stuff, man. That, that yeah, that ain't, that so, ain't got nothing to do with nothing. She was Say, just trying to get clout. Yeah, go to the go to the I go have to no the slide of, go to the slide of the other woman. Of the other woman. Okay. Hey. All right. Any y'all need y'all kitchen clean up? Okay. Look. Look what she says. If it's not about clout, why didn't I get my Bentiaga yep. or Bentega and my mm -hmm. Richard, my yeah. Richard Millie last summer? So yeah. she mad yeah, because he bought someone else. He spent yep. money on someone else that he that that he didn't spend on her. Yeah, it wasn't about love. <laughs> right. That she's brokenhearted. Right. Oh, right. by the way. Oh, by the way, and one last point, I forgot to put that quote she put up there. She basically said, you've been laying up with me knowing you got all these other hoes pregnant. You nasty, motherfucker. Semi-quote-unquote. How they say that? Paraphrasing? That's a little paraphrasing, but we get the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We get the point. Yeah. All right, that's, that's enough on Zion, man. That's enough on Rodney. Hey, Rodney, but I, I tell you this, guys. I've always said this one here. I have a solution. To uh -oh. this tanking problem in the NBA, I actually sent this solution to uh, David Stern to the NBA actually uh, a few years back. And this is a true story. So here's the solution. That you've been dead. And you guys, no, you guys can. Yeah, he's dead. That's how long it's been. I sent this back years ago. He's dead. <laughs> so, so check it out, and you guys will understand where I'm going with this. Uh, 
what happened today news down in championship land of Georgia. Well, I'm glad you asked, man, because uh, it seems like each and every week we get a different story uh, regarding um, these athletes. Um, and today the story was all about Jalen Carter. So um, give you a little background on, on this situation. In January, uh, a week after um, Georgia won the national championship, as a matter of fact, it was the same day of their uh, parade celebration. Um, one of the players in one of the recruiting specialists um, unfortunately died in a, a motor vehicle accident. Um, and today we found out that Jalen Carter was actually involved in that situation. Um, he actually had an arrest warrant issue uh, for him today, and um, he did say that he would turn himself in and defend himself um, in these charges. However, the, what, what the situation is, um, what they're accusing him of doing is uh, actually racing with the other driver. Um, they were doing, allegedly, uh, over 100 miles an hour, um, sometimes on the wrong side of the street, sometimes on the shoulder of the road. Um, and unfortunately in this situation, you know, two, two people actually lost their lives. So that's what we're going to talk about. Um, as far as, uh, Jalen Carter, the, the problem that I had with this is that, um, Georgia, again, allegedly knew this information back in January and nobody said anything. And the problem, again, the problem that I have is that, um, had they had they got in front of this thing, it wouldn't be as bad as it is today. Had they said, you know, this is what happened because, you know, <laughs> hey, I, I, I got to be the first to say when I was 19, 20 years old, I was racing on the freeway. Also, um, it's just something that, you know, being young and stupid that you do. Uh, as a matter of fact, one of our friends, I'm driving in a, a Hyundai Elantra <laughs> racing on on 255 in the boogie. Uh, against one of our friends um, who had, uh, what was that car that Donovan had? It was a Toyota Celica Sport. No, you talking about Kita's car? Kita's car. Toyota Corolla GTS. GTS. So here we are. We're doing 110 on 255 in a car that wasn't even supposed to do 90. <laughs> you know, so you no know, young guys do stupid stuff. And you know, not that it's an excuse or anything like that. Um, but in this particular situation, you know, someone lost a life, unfortunately. Uh, and Georgia had the obligation, in my opinion, to um, put this information out there to get in front of the situation and not make it as bad as it, as it seems right now. Right now, it seems like they were um, trying to uh, have a cover up. Um, and if that wasn't the case, then, you know, Please, please uh, change my mind. Tell me something different, because that's the way that I feel, that they were trying to cover it up and now they got caught. So now they're saying, yo, you know, uh, we're investigating, blah, blah, blah. But you've been knowing this since January. You investigated this. You knew what happened. Are y'all all, everybody muted? What's going on, D? It was muted because yeah, I tried yeah, to mute yeah. so you don't hear my background noise so you can talk. But okay. I didn't know if you were popcorning that to a particular person or if anybody could speak up. 
because I didn't want to talk talk to Brent's a talk show. <laughs> well, I didn't well, I didn't want to get muted uh for talking over anybody. But um, well, my question about this is <laughs> okay. my question a couple of questions in terms of Georgia's obligation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so question what they would be covering up in the sense that what are they trying to get in front of because he's leaving he's no longer part of the program so it's like what what good does this in terms of if they're going to be investigating what is going to be the outcome of that investigation they can't do anything about it you know what what was it they they can't suspend him he's no longer going to be there um, you, so I don't necessarily know what it is that they could actually do about the situation that they would need to cover it up is my point. I, mm-hmm. I think that for the most part, you know, they just didn't kind of want to deal with it. You know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't, I, again, I don't see what they would be covering up. What, what would necessarily come back on them that they would need to get out in front of, you know, because really what they could say is honestly, if anybody was to ask or to question them, well, hey, you know, he's no longer a member of the program. You know, he's, you know, eligible for the draft. He's going to be going to the draft. And the rest of this is up to the police in terms of the investigation. I don't even necessarily know why Georgia would, ne- the University of Georgia mm-hmm. would have to do an investigation. What would they be mm-hmm. investigating? Because what would they find out and what would they do about anything, whatever it is that they found out? That So again, I'm making. I'm really having more questions mm-hmm. than I have necessarily any definitive answers. I just don't. I just, that's just one of the things I just don't get. So, um, well, real quick, go ahead. Oh, what I was going to say, uh, with like Dorian was saying, in regards to the University of Georgia, <clears throat> really not having any involvement in this day. Now, the only connection why the university itself would still be involved, per se, in the investigation was because, remember, one of the individuals, the young lady, was an employee of the university. Mm-hmm. So Jalen Carter is, you know, leaving and going to the leads. There is still that connection there. It's as we found out, it happens, you know, in this. So it wasn't just driving involved. We actually came to find out it was Jalen Carter who was out here street racing, which led <clears throat> to this uh, ultimate unfortunate accident. Now, the problem I this, and it kind of goes back to the Brandon Miller kind of situation uh, we were discussing last week. And that's like we discussed when I get the gun laws around the country in different states. But I tell you what, gentlemen, the South. I want to offend about it. The South is still backwards. Do you know that the charges that Jalen Carter was charged with, they put a warrant out for whatever he's charged with, it's a misdemeanor. Mm-hmm. And so that excessive speeding, during Arizona and everything else is a misdemeanor in Georgia. So how does this affect Jalen Carter's draft status and we were talking about brandon miller's draft status being potentially the number one draft pick knowing that potentially he's not at the school he's just only gonna potentially 
with a misdemeanor problem I have with this new news from this whole unfortunate accident. Okay, hold on, hold up, Dan. Um, I'm gonna need you to to uh, try to work on your connection right quick. We keep we keep hearing there's um, a lag. Uh, yeah, some of your words are missing. So, um, but I, I got the gist of what you were saying. Um, the going back to what Doreen was saying, um, the the question of why would they want to cover this up? Um, yeah, and, and the biggest reason is what Dan said is because uh, of the the other person that passed away in in the the accident who was still a, a member of the Georgia um, coaching staff. Um, so there is a relationship right there. Um, Georgia is basically just a, uh, what is it, COIOA? They're just trying to cover up, cover their own self. Um, because, I mean, bad publicity is never good. I don't care what anybody say, all publicity, all publicity is good publicity. No, it ain't. Uh, bad publicity is, 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 is just bad. Uh, especially in the case of Jalen Carter, because now this is a guy that by pretty much every draft pundit um, considers him to be the best player in this year's draft. Now he might not be drafted first, um, but they do consider him the be being the best, the best player in this draft. So now the question comes about again, same thing with that we were talking about with Brandon Miller. Um, how much of, of this outside noise is going to affect him uh, moving forward, especially in, in this draft. And you have teams, um, most, most teams that are at the top of the draft are there for reasons because they you know their front office, their culture, um, their players, they're just not really that good. So it's if you have a bad culture, um, if you have bad culture and not uh, your your management is not strong, you cannot risk drafting a player that has these quote unquote issues that high in the draft. So because of that, yeah, his draft status may fall. Um, now you're gonna have those teams that are lower that that have uh, stronger front offices that just won't care. They're gonna see the talent in this guy, and he has immense talent. And say, hey, look, you know, we can get him in our in our um, in our uh, in our uh, locker room, and you know, we can we can take care of all these this outside noise. So he may not fall as far as some may think, but in my opinion, I think he will see somewhat of a slide um, based on this situation. Go ahead, D. You you're muted. Hold on. Not the so y'all won't hear the background noise because mm -hmm. uh, you can hear the baby screaming. Um, oh, we no, love the baby. Man. Well, again, like again, I just, I okay. Well, what I'll say is that you didn't answer the question. You started talking about his draft status. Mm -hmm. We were talking about Georgia. Okay, and like what? So the whole idea of the relationship with with the with the, you know, you had the staff member, you know, that was in the car and so on and so forth. So again, I, I still just wonder why, what it is that, that Georgia essentially would, would necessarily be covering up. Uh, like, again, I, I just hate the, I just hate the idea of the cover up. I just think that they were really just more or less kind of trying to avoid, hoping to really avoid 
you know, the whole situation, because as you talked about with 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 the bad publicity. So, again, like I said, my questions were about Georgia it, itself. I, I just, you know, uh, like I heard somebody talking earlier. That was talking again, going back to the Brandon Miller thing was saying that, you know, it would have been better for Alabama that as soon as they found out that Brandon Miller was the one that did something that they suspend the player, you know, mm-hmm. even, even if it comes out to be nothing, right. That they suspend the player, suspend him for two games or three games or whatever. And that way you've gotten on top of it. Mm-hmm. This is a different situation in the sense that you, he's no longer playing. He's no longer part of the team. He's gone. Mm-hmm. So I, I just wonder what that particular investigation would uncover because the person, you know, again, the, the people that died weren't in the car with Jalen Carter. Mm-hmm. You, you, you understand what I'm getting at? So that, mm-hmm. that was, that was kind of, kind of my thing um, about it. And just, again, just understanding or trying to understand what Georgia, um, you know, would be trying to hide, so to speak. That that's all that I was really saying, but now I agree with the whole drafting. It's going to be teams that, that, that are not going to care. And 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 like Dante was saying, if it's a misdemeanor, they really ain't gonna care. It, it's not like what happened with Leonard Little in St. Louis. No, no. you know what he, I'm saying. He, he was directly responsible. Right. I, exactly. So, well, that's another sad story again for a potential number one draft pick going to the league, but. In other sports, what else we got going on, Rodney? You know, there's always more sports. There's always more sports. Always um, more sports. <laughs> oh, this wasn't on our program sheet, but we're going to have to talk about it before high It was second. supposed to be a quick blurb. <laughs> yeah, it was. But since he brought it up, we're going to have to talk about this for a high second because true, true, true. another instance that happened this week, um, Russell, Russell Westbrook mm. had a, a very similar incident. Uh, coming out of the locker room mm-hmm. um, uh, against Phoenix, out there with Dante, mm-hmm. uh, with a fan that was saying some some un, un, um, ungodly ungodly <laughs> words, Russell Westbrook, and expect and then want to want to fans want to complain about Russell for confronting the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, people always have that that um, what we call it that uh, online. Uh, that online courage, more courage, more courage. Yeah. So, but then when when no, so if not had he straight up cold cocked a dude, Russell Mm -hmm. Rush would 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 have been in the in the wrong. But um, there has to be there there has to be uh, some kind of um, etiquette, mechanism in place Mm -hmm. that when these things happen, when these fans who think that just because they buy a ticket, they have the right to do, say whatever they, they want to say. Uh, one of the things me and Dorian always talk about is the, the, the freedom of speech thing. Everybody say that, you know, I have the right to say whatever we have freedom of speech. Yeah. You do have the freedom of speech, but you also have the freedom to, to accept those consequences and consequences of your speech. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, right. yeah. Painful um, consequences. But yeah, so that's, a, that's an issue. That is an issue um, in <laughs> a lot of these arenas. I'm going to say all of them, but a lot of these arenas. Well, what I don't understand is the fact that, I mean, how could you really think that you could uh, walk up to anybody, you know, let alone a six foot four athlete mm-hmm. and, 
you know, say derogatory words or statements, you know, towards them and just, you know, and that's it, you know, no uh, repercussions or whatever, or he's not going to say anything because you don't, you, you definitely wouldn't do it, you know, walking down the street. You wouldn't walk up to a no, man wouldn't and do that. started disrespecting him because it's always that, you know, that threat of violence. So why do you feel like you can do it in that arena? You know, it, it has to be some kind of etiquette that you have to go by. You know, it's okay to cheer for your team and, you know, support your team. And we do that, cheer and, you know, then jeer the other team. But mm. when you start getting disrespectful and talking about family members and, you know, then you, you cross the line. Uh, calling them outside of their name. Yeah. You know, um, and it's it's interesting too, um, because as someone who has been to a lot of games in a lot of different places, um it it it's it's interesting how not only do you see that from the fans to the players, and it's much easier in a basketball game because you're so much closer. To the, to the to the players right but also you see it between fans like i i i refuse now uh even though i again y'all know i go to a lot of games in a lot of different places i refuse to wear opposing jerseys anymore um after an experience that i had out here in oakland it's funny when i tell the story but man it for a second it was kind of scary you know like for a second you know me and my dad really thought you know this is again this was years ago obviously when dad was alive r.i.p you know to my dad um but we thought for a second we were gonna have to fight our way out of oakland stadium because the Bengals were winning it was it was crazy um so it, it, again like you said it's okay to root for for your team but when you start being disrespectful um then you you really you know there should be some sportsmanship or whatever or they talk about the the athletes having sportsmanship well then they should exhibit those same values and that kind of thing in the stands as well um but you know again it's this idea that fans believe that they own players they believe that they are the ones that pay your salary so they feel that they should they should have the right to be able to to talk to you any kind of way but you know, no, they should not. And one of these times they're going to learn, as we saw with the what's in the palace. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, five foot three guy can't take on a six foot ten uh, in shape right. athlete. And not especially not three well. of them. <laughs> especially not three of them coming in the yeah. stand. So, like I said, we spent a little bit more time on that than, I, than, than we had planned. But I thought that was since Dante brought it up. That Great apple. Oh, right. Yes, yeah. our show. We could do that if we want to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I believe it. So we're going to go the directions I say. Speaking of Washington, um, uh, was it yesterday? Or is it, yeah, yesterday, uh, Washington actually, uh, uh, Dan Snyder actually received two offers to buy his team. Uh, both <laughs> offers were for six. Billion dollars with a B with a B, a B. to to buy his team. Um, a man that well, we're not. I'm not gonna get into all the allegations he has against him. Um, if y'all want to, y'all want to get into that, just go on Google and put in Dan Snyder. Oh, okay. I thought, you, I thought you referred to one of the new potential owners. Oh, okay. You talking about go Google Dan Snyder? You see all the bad stuff he did, but. Uh, at the end of the day, this man made a nine hundred million dollar investment, and now he's about to get six billion dollars. 
with a B uh, in return. But the 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 part that we want to talk about is that uh, well one of the one of the um, one of the groups is from one of the ownership groups is from Canada. Mm-hmm. We don't yeah, we don't really care yeah. about them. Mm-hmm. It, it ain't nothing good coming from Canada. Uh, <laughs> but the other yeah. group, the other group uh, has uh, one of our favorite basketball basketball players, and that's Magic Johnson. Uh, we talked about this. There you go, dudes. There you go. Uh, we D ain't looking. <laughs> we and we talked about this. this we talked. We talked about this last uh, last week. So here's here's the question I have for y'all. Here's the question I have for y'all. We got two offers. Both of them seem to be pretty close to the same thing. Six billion dollars, fully financed. You know, um, so Dan Snyder gonna get all his money. So it's up to Dan Snyder to decide who he, who he wants to pick. Um, and then, you know, of course, they got to be approved by the NFL. But here's the question: What do you think the probability is of Dan Snyder picking the the team with Magic Johnson in it? The the same amount that uh, <laughs> the same odds that you have of winning that roulette. <laughs> Negative one out of thirty-two. I took statistics. Stats <laughs> four at U of I. None. Zip. Know. Zip. Nada. Settle. I, I'm gonna just play. I, I I know the true answer, but I'm gonna play a devil's advocate from this aspect. I'm okay. Play it from Dan Snyder's perspective. So of course we we kind of agree. We know that the team probably be sold to the Canadian because you just brought up some. Even whoever Dan wants to sell it to is fine, but the rest of the owners have to approve it, right? Mm-hmm. I can see Dan Snyder trying to throw a monkey wrench at the NFL and all the owners, what they're doing to him. Uh-huh. And selling it to Magic. Let me let you turn these brothers down. Soon they're both oh, see, I, 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 I was with say, you. Hey, I tried to diversify the NFL, and it was these other guys that said, no, Magic. And, and, and that's what I think is, should happen. Now, see, I was with you. I think I'm I, I'm with you in that. I think Dan Snyder is gonna be a prick about this whole thing. Yes, sir. But I think because the NFL does have a diversity issue mm-hmm. and would love to have minority ownership, that he's gonna sell it to the to the uh investors from Canada just to spite them. Exactly. But would it be spiting them? He would he's just gonna get the votes, he's just gonna fast track. So it gives the rest of the owners nothing to even contemplate so here's the thing the owners want him gone anyway so whoever i know brings before them to say this who's gonna buy the team they're gonna take him mm-hmm. so it's still up to dan snyder yeah, and like well, i said yeah, I think, that was your original question will they, the, if they if it's the magic group is the rest of the NFL owners gonna be like uh that's what we were talking about no 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 i they're think they're gonna agree to the canadian group see the i think i, I think again this just ride the ride view from the Detroit. Um, I think that the NFL owners, because of all this other pressure that they're getting for for minority hiring for coaches and offensive coordinators and all this stuff, Rooney Rule, all this other stuff. I think that they would love the opportunity to have a a, a different color face in their boardroom. Um, just to say, hey, we got a we got a brother in here with us. You know, everybody got that that, that all these white folks got they one, that, that one uh, uh one black friend. 
right? They want to say I got my one black friend. Mm-hmm. But I think Dan Snyder knows that because I'm pretty sure they had these conversations. Dan Snyder knows that. And so his one parting gift on the way out the door <laughs> is to flick his nose against all these other owners and say, I know this is what you want. <laughs> I know this is the one you want. But I'm not going to pick them. I'm picking the other folks just because that's what you want. I, I, I don't I don't think that's what they think they right. want. Because you look at the Carolina's owner, uh, what is the Middle Eastern or wherever uh, he's from, Shaktan or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Cal- Carolina's Jacksonville. owner, Carolina's owner was Richardson, the one that they got rid of because of mm-hmm. his uh, racist remarks or whatever. And they didn't bring yeah. no brothers in and out either, did they? So that's nope. So, uh, the Jacksonville went to U of I. Yeah, I saw that. That's the closest authority you're going to get. ILM. Right? But, again, if you want to spike the NFL, this is why we do this, Rodney. If I'm Snyder, I'm going to sell to Magic's group because now it puts the burden with what you're talking about. It's going to show, it's going to see, is the NFL really wanting to diversify? Well, here you go, the rest of you. Now you guys get the vote on Magic. And if matching them don't get it, guess who gets the blame? The rest of those NFL owners. So are they really trying to diversify? You see what I'm saying? So that's why you do you, we you really, say, yeah, you want magic them group. Do we really think that the owner who refused to change the name of his racist team mm-hmm. is going to sell his team to a black dude? And that's, that's the irony. That's what I'm saying. Just despite everybody, he's going to do a good profit on if you want to you spike want to be, them, be diverse, Rodney, it goes to your point, Rodney. You want to be diverse. You want to diversify the NFL. I'm going to go get Magic Squad here. Yeah, I was supposed to be racist. Didn't want to change the name. Uh, all the, the things against him. It would make sense. And it would make him look good on the way out. Hey, he tried. But the rest of the owners said that. Yeah, he don't care. He want to burn this sucker down <laughs> as much as he can. If he wanted to look well, good, how is he burning, they would have is he burning it down? How is he burning the house down? And he's going to make six billion dollars either way by selling it to the Canadian group. What is he doing? He's not hurting anything. He's not hurting any of the other owners. No, hold up. They're like, thank God. Look, if if I sell to if I sell to the brother. Mm-hmm. I'm doing what the league wants, right? Mm-hmm. That they want diversity. No, I'm doing what the league, the league wants. wants to make it look like they're diverse. Okay, and that's what I'm saying. You sell, you try to sell to Magic and the group, but the vote the other owners have to vote the approval, so and they will. Bro, what, what, what I'm telling you, the, the pressure is already is, on the other owners. <laughs> what I'm telling you is, it doesn't matter who the group is. Mm-hmm. Whoever Dan Snyder gives them, they're gonna approve him because they want Dan Snyder gone. Dan Snyder, that. Dan Snyder is a is a uh, a tire around their neck, and they about to throw him off into that. the river. So they they they, they want Dan Snyder gone, no matter they what. Want him going. They, who do you want exactly. back in? So Dan Snyder gonna do whatever. Dan Snyder gonna do whatever he can to make the NFL look bad because so, he's so, being so, forced so, out. Okay. He don't want to so, sell. So how? Wait a minute. So how do you make the NFL look bad by signing by not giving you what you want? What do they want? They want diversity. They want to look like they're diverse. Okay. So so, so you in order, if, if, point. So what you're saying? If you is, bring me magic, no. Listen. Listen to what I'm okay. saying. 
if you give me magic, you've given me what I want. And this is Magic Johnson. Mm. How can I go wrong with Magic Johnson? Yeah, you can't go wrong, That's man. That's a big assumption, Rodney. You're saying that the other NFL owners are, are, are willing to want to go that path with this black ownership group. That's a big assumption. You keep forgetting that the other owners get to vote. And that, but she, what you again? Here's the thing: what you what you're failing to understand is they they want Dan Snyder gone. I know we know this. Way Dan more. So Dan Wait, is gone. So 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 even so if I didn't want to black, listen to Listen to this way. It's easier this way. You're going to get six billion either way. He's gone. So for the rest of the owners, dudes and right. Who do you think the rest of the owners will be more apt to vote for in the ownership group? Magic's group, which yes. they talked about diversity. So you actually think that the rest of those owners would approve a black-owned new NFL ownership team? Now, Magic, so let, let's go back. Let's make a correction here. Magic is a part of the ownership group. That's what I said. It ain't a black-owned okay. ownership group. Okay, well, Magic, Magic is a part of this group. Mm -hmm. A part of that group. And wait a minute, but, what, about, what about Jordan? But magic will be magic will be one of the one of the head people in the in that thing. And so let's not forget about Jordan trying to be a part of that group as well. So you have two of the biggest names ever in sports. It would be great for the NFL, but do the exactly. other owners? But that's my thing. Do the other owners want that? Hey, we saw what Michael did in Charlotte as an owner. So do you think yeah. they would really want these two guys to come in? And Man, they would love. They would love that. They would love to have a minority owner, whatever his percentage is, to be the face of that organization. They would love that. Do you understand well, how, how much? How much? How much? Uh, well, why hasn't it happened in all these years prior? With all it's these a money years, thing, bro. They had the money. What? It's a money thing. The so, problem is, so you, you mean you there haven't been other groups that come together, black athletes or whoever they are, and put their money together to try to buy an NFL team before? Not for six billion dollars. Well, that's we're at this this age now, right? We're talking today. But I'm talking about in the past. Six million dollars. You well, can get any group, like you said. They whatever, just whatever the number was, group. whatever the number was, if 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 you'd have right, had someone to come in. So here's the thing. Remember, this is these are fully financed. What other African American, prominent African American, is a, a minority owner or owner of any NFL team? I don't know any. You guys know any off the top of your head? Well, not there's a lot. There's a lot of. You know, you have to your head. No, no. There's, but there are, there are. What you're saying, there's a difference between being majority um, owner. Yeah, being one of the well, one well, of the majority you're owners saying, you're saying, versus you're someone with this. You some just percentage. said magic. Magic is just part of it. He's not the majority. I understand. Again, I didn't. They didn't give a percentage of what Matt. All they would say is Magic Johnson is part of this group. It's part of the group. That's all so they say. But Serena is Serena being as part of the. Dolphins, yeah, Serena. Serena does have a part ownership of the Dolphins. That's just recently. Yeah, she's part of like you said. No, she, she did that a while ago. I she Serena, did that a while back. Her and uh, her sister. Part of that group. Her and Venus and bought, and bought it to the Dolphins. And that's Serena. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm talking about. Where have you seen these other prominent individuals coming together to do what Magic and their group are doing? They haven't because it's it's difficult to get that financing that's needed to buy these clubs. You you think like getting you you think getting six billion dollars or whatever the number no, is is an easy thing to do? Rodney, I'm talking about groups collectively. I don't care who you are. You saying they who are the they? I just ask you, give me examples of individuals that came together collectively. Dante, 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 Dante. We talking about 
what whatever minority group, I don't care who you got, whatever any group, black, white, Hispanic, whatever. It is difficult. It is very, very difficult to get financing for six billion dollars. I understand that. I so it is. It is even. It is just just being. Listen, 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 Linda, listen. Hold on. We're not talking about Listen, the money. You keep going back to the money. Do let him finish. He got the mute button. We agree on the $6 billion, Rodney. It's not about the money. Who gets it? We. The question was, will the NFL owners or Dan Snyder turn it over to this group, which Magic happens to be a part of? It doesn't matter about the money or the cost. Will the NFL owners vote to turn this team over to a minority, a probably a minority? So, so, so the money doesn't Ladies matter. and gentlemen, this is one of those Dante moments that y'all going to get used to because Dante <laughs> going to take a point and won't shut up to listen to other folks' point. Listen, man. Again, <laughs> you keep running to the six oh, million You're still talking. Listen, you're not listening. Where's the Dan Snyder. Away from your original question. The original question. Dan Snyder is going to. He the, the reason to ask the question. What's the percentage? The choice. And you came up with the same answer that I was saying, but you you went the opposite direction. In that Dan Snyder is going to pick because he has the option of picking which which uh group he wants to 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 get it. He's going to pick the group that he knows the NFL does not want. The NFL wants to show that they are diverse, that they're, you know, very inclusive in everything that they do. So, yeah, I got Magic Johnson, who is one of the biggest African-American names, uh, celebrities out there. I got Magic Johnson as a part of this group. So the NFL owners are going to want Magic Johnson to be part of their, their organization, be part of their group. But because that's what the NFL owner is going to want, Dan Snyder is not going to do that. He's going to go for the people in Canada. That was my whole point. And okay. the other question that you asked, oh, my mommy, but they can still vote them down, right? But so they're they not. Do. That's the point. That's the point. Same thing. So they're not. Whatever. What I keep telling you is whatever group, whatever group that's presented to the to the NFL uh, committee. Uh-huh. Either one, whichever one is is, is uh, uh, presented, they're gonna pick them because they want to get rid of freaking Dan Snyder. We they don't care. This. We know this, but now you're going away from what your point, your question was again. The diversity. It's the same question. <laughs> you're not getting what I'm saying. You asked the thing. No. Why would they, why oh would they lord! Oh lord! <laughs> you're not following where I'm going with that, Rodney. I'm not because you just got me lost. <laughs> you just you're got saying, me lost. You keep saying that the NFL owners want Dan Snyder to go with the black thing or a black owned minority group, but we know Dan Snyder's going oh, to what he said. Hold on. No, that's what I'm saying. Rodney's saying that Dan wants he's gonna go get the Canadians to come in. That's what he wants to spike them. Even though the NFL owners want diversity and all this other stuff. So it goes back to well, if that's the case. The NFL owners can vote against the Canadian group, which puts it but back. They're not. <laughs> listen, listen, man. The, the part that you—they're not going to vote against either one of the groups. Whatever one they pre- that's presented to them, they're going to vote yes for them because 
they want to get rid of Dan Snyder and they want to do it right now. So it doesn't matter. But the thing is, Dan Snyder has the right to accept whichever offer he wants to accept. It doesn't go to the owners for that. It's all up to Dan Snyder in that part. But the owners get to choose, the owners get to approve it. The only way they will turn it down is if some some kind of background thing come about or if they find out that the, the financing that they have is not going to go through. That's the only way they'll vote against it. Other than that, whoever Dan Snyder said, hey, this is who I'm selling to, they're going to accept it. Go so ahead, they D. Do, they can do the NSYNC. Bye, 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 bye. Exactly. Bye. <laughs> exactly. Boy. Okay, Mad yeah. Dog and Stephen A. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, right. I, I got to get my, let me get it back to my thing. <laughs> yeah, it ain't going to happen, though. Y'all got y'all blood pressure pills? <laughs> well, I'm going to need something. I, I'm, 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 I'm 48 minutes late hey, taking mine. Like it would be the great spite to the NFL. And if that were to happen, if Magic's group was to get it, then look for Lamar Jackson to definitely go to Washington. Get <laughs> <laughs> it on that note. Dante. What? Oh, what? Uh, last week we talked about, uh, was it a week before? A week before we talked about um, Dan Snyder mm. and him selling his team. <laughs> an offer getting two offers for six billion dollars. Well, he accepted. Oh, yeah, that's right. One. We went back and forth on that episode. I, that's right. Yeah. We he accepted one uh, last week, and that was the the offer presented by um, a group that includes Magic Johnson. Um, that was Josh Harris Land group. But this week, we find out. Uh, well, let's go back. There are some owners that were upset that Dan Snyder accepted this six $6 billion offer because they thought that the team should have been worth $7 billion. Um, and, you know, they were upset about it, but not to the point of not wanting to uh, approve the, the current deal. Because, like I said, they want to get rid of Dan Snyder. <laughs> so, right. Well, we week, all know that. Out, you said what? I said, yeah, we all know they want to get rid of Dan Snyder. Exactly. exactly. But this week we found out that there was another offer that's on the table as of right now for guess what? $7 billion. So um, talk to us about that, Dante. Well, I think uh, a little more <clears throat> insight to that, Rod. You didn't put it all out there. So like you said, Josh Harris's group, HSBE, and his partner, they were the group that initially were supposed to get the team for $6 billion, $6.5 billion. We thought it was a done deal. They were working on some other stuff. And, of course, there were some other teams that were actually involved uh, in that bid and war. We actually thought the team was going to be sold. But come to find out, there was another bid like Rod is talking about. And I'm just going to, before I jump to that, Rod, I want to take your thunder away for the, the next set. We're going to talk about that. I'm going to go back and talk about we were talking about why black you know, black ownership. We were specifically talking about Magic Johnson and being a part of that group. Well, I went back and did some research, and as far as you know, black billionaires first of all, and NBA requirements to buy a team. So what you guys are looking at? Let me bring it up up here a little more for you. These are the 16 list of. Black billionaires. This is worldwide. 
So what I did is broke them out. So those, the ones you see in yellow and those that are highlighted in blue, I pulled out the Americans. So you see the African-Americans will over there. So one of the things we always talk about, oh man, Magic Johnson buying a team, you know, they would be minority owners. One of the things about buying an NFL team, first of all, it costs. So just using the uh, Washington Commanders total at $6 billion, well, if you look at this, guys, this is one of the reasons why there aren't, there, or I shouldn't say there isn't black ownership as far as NFL teams. Total black billionaires worth in the world is only $60.8 billion. So what I did up there, I went and broke out the African-American billionaires and I pulled them out by sports and industry and global business and finance. So Robert Smith and David Stewart, and I hope, uh, dudes, you should know who David Stewart is, you guys being back from there, are two of the wealthiest black billionaires in the world, but they're in a total different industries. So actually, if they wanted to, these two gentlemen by themselves individually could easily go buy an NFL team if they wanted to, but they don't. You never hear about these guys. So I always put, I put up the names of like Oprah Winfrey, the sports and entertainment people that we kind of always hear about to show their network. So you see with Oprah and Kanye, Rihanna and Michael Jordan, you see what their network is. If they were to put up their own money to buy a team, they possibly could. But the NFL has a requirement, a 30% equity requirement. That means if anybody that wants to be the owner of the NFL team, they themselves, one person of the group has to come up with 30% of what that team is being sold for. And so when you look at it, I broke down that 30% equity of what that would mean individually for our African-American billionaires what we have her. So, for instance, Michael Jordan would have to put up for that team, uh, what's that, a half a billion dollars, per se, and all these guys combined in their net worth. So that's why having the blue. All those entertainers that we know is at $10 billion. If they did their 30%, it would only cost $3 billion to buy a team. Guess what, guys? The Detroit Lions and the Cincinnati Bengals are evaluated at just over $3 billion. But you don't see, you know, people going out trying to buy or trying to remove that, shrink that down for your ride to get back. NFL teams, because it's very costly to run and operate an NFL team first and foremost. So what happened, we thought Magic was part of a group which was uh, led by um, Josh Harris, and this group at HBSE, who own the Philadelphia Flyers, hockey teams, and everything else, will come to find out the deal hasn't been signed yet. Because apparently, there's a new billionaire that we didn't know about. And it's a dookie. Which shocked me. Because I had already compiled this list. And so, Rodney, I wanted, like I said, I wanted to lead this segue off to you. Because you brought it to my attention. And I'm like, what? And that's why I said the NFL, during our discussion, would not sell to a black majority owner. And then this story came out with Rod uh, threw me the name of who the individual was and where it came like a dookie basketball player. Where did he get all this money? So with that being said, now I want to turn it back over to Rod and where did this $7 billion bid come from? And who is our newest black billionaire? So our newest black billionaire, um, as a matter of fact, this is what we're going to do. We're going to share my screen. Um, yes, sir. My newest black billionaire, as Dante has so eloquently stated, comes from Duke University. 
And this gentleman right here, the brother on the left, on the right, wow. Uh, <laughs> his name is Brian Davis. He played. Yeah, I remember Brian Davis. Ball with Grand Hill. What was it, 92? 90, 91, 92, 93. 91, I think he graduated in 91, 92. He had the but, high top grade, uh, too, like Grand Hill. Yes, sir. Brian yeah, Davis, all the brothers did. Brian Davis has a, a energy company, a clean energy company that mm-hmm. uh, he started, uh, him and uh, Christian Leitner, as a matter of fact. Um, and the other thing we found out, Brian Davis is also, he's already an owner of a sports franchise. Uh, well, he was an mm-hmm. owner of a sports franchise. Um, he uh, was one of the founding owners of the D.C., what was the D.C. team called? D.C. United, United Soccer Team. The DC United soccer team. Mm-hmm. He was a, a, a one of the owners for the DC United soccer team. Um, he sold that to continue his business. Um, and when the when the um, commanders became available, uh, Brian Davis, who's a, a, a native DCer, decided he wanted to put his bid in. So he has this company that's a clean energy company. Um, they did an evaluation of the company, and it turns out. That his company is worth, check it, fifty fifty billion, billion dollars. Would it be? He sold his dollars. intellectual property. So he actually Brian has Davis. intellectual property in lean management that he sold for fifty with a B billion dollars. But so Brian Davis is now forced all this cash. So guess what he wants to do? Being a sports fan, he right. wants to buy the Washington mm-hmm. Commanders, and he's offered Dan Snyder seven billion dollars in cold hard cash to buy the team. Not finance. And guess what else he did, Rodney? Right? Straight cash. Uh, Straight cash. In his, offer, <laughs> in his offer, he's offering a uh, million dollars when you sign a contract. I'm sorry, a billion dollars when you sign a contract. A billion, 30%. And then the other $6 billion within seven days. So he wants, he can have this thing financed with this, well, paid off within Straight seven days. days. If, it, if it's 30, if they have to have 30% of the value of the team, if the team is valued at 6 billion, 30% is going to be 1.8 billion. What is being sold for? No, right. so that's actually, what we have to do. The, he has said, uh, I, need, I needed to correct so that's, that's what Rodney's saying. He's offering to give a, a billion right now. No, that, me, but I'm saying, but me, that's not 30% equity. No, no, no. Let me, let me, let no, me so correct that. He, he actually misspoke a little bit. What they have to have is 30% liquid. They have to, in order, so if, if that's, what, that's what I'm saying, liquid equity. equity. If the four of us were buying a team, That's the same thing. Uh, if the four of us were buying a team, mm-hmm. we have to have one person with thirty percent equity in the one team. person that can put up that thirty percent. Yeah, you have to that have one thirty percent. So at least one, one person, person has thirty percent of the team. Now you can have what thirty percent? Seventy broken out. The other seventy percent can be broken out between you know fifty different people, mm-hmm. but one person has to have thirty percent of the team. That's that's what he was talking about. So, um, in this case, you know, one had one point eight million dollars to pay the six billion to six million dollars. So, what's his name? The one that the uh, magic guy, um, right? 
And he's offered to do what to Snyder? No, no, no. What I'm saying is the the, the guy right now. Um, what's the 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 other guy with magic? What's his name? Dante, you just said it. The dude with magic. With rails? You talking about Mitchell Rails? No, the, Mitchell the Rails. Okay, Rails. Well, okay, whoever, whoever the uh, whoever Rails. Okay, so he has <laughs> to have one point eight billion dollars. He has to put up one point eight billion dollars, be it cash, uh, equity from another business, whatever. He has to have one point eight billion dollars. Uh, his financing. So he's responsible yeah, for that. Liquid, liquid Everybody money. else. Everybody else gets together and they come up with the other 70%. But what Brian Davis is doing, Brian Davis is giving you all 100% straight cash. No no bank loans, no nothing. Just straight yes. cash. So he wants to be the 100% owner of the, of the uh, commanders. Mm -hmm. But the question comes up, if this offer was there, why did Dan Snyder, Snyder take the $6 billion offer and not the $7 billion offer? <clears throat> Dante? Two points to that, Ryden. Okay. Two points to that. Two points to that. Another thing to, to mention about this deal, he is also willing to indemnify Dan Snyder. Oh. So that means yep. any trouble that Dan Snyder would, would have as a commander, as, as owner commanders. As the owner of the commanders, any trouble that Dan Snyder would have, lawsuits coming back to him as commanders, would be gone. So he's willing to indemnify himself as well. But to your second part, writing, as I said when we first discussed this, was that Dan initially or the end and or the owners were not willing to sell to a black majority owner. So to me, it's like this was suppressed. So now you got seven billion dollars, or you know, a guy worth fifty billion, ready to pay straight cash, homie. So what now do the NFL owners do when it comes to that vote? And what is taking Dan Snyder so long to sign on straight cash? So, so, <laughs> What's going right, on again? Again, we go we go on opposites on this. To me. Like I said, I read a story earlier. We're not going opposite. So Why has a Dan Snyder black man that's offering $7 billion the go-ahead? Why was this suppressed? We're not going different directions. This goes back to what we, our, our previous discussion. That so Dan Snyder was never willing, nor will the NFL owners approve the sale of one of their good old white club teams to a majority black owner. And that's so what I thought this story. Because but I thought also part of the issue was the fact that he had already had a failed bid to buy another team. So and so the NF the NFL was wary about Brian Davis because of the because of the bid uh to buy a buy a team, uh an NBA team some years ago. So they were wary about because the deal fell through. So they were worried about you know trying oh, to the oh, NFL oh, well. was worried about making another oh, deal. I Byron Allen tried to buy. He was part of the group that tried to buy the Denver Broncos, and he lost out by what a half a billion, a half a billion dollars to the uh, Walton group that owns Walmart. So that wasn't the case. When they look at previous uh, attempts, that should actually helps your portfolio. So that's not the case at all. This guy, this whole bid was suppressed. Nobody knew about it until he had to really make it go public. 
Because that's why we were like, well, why hasn't Dan Snyder, why hasn't Magic Johnson's team or group set off on a deal? Because now somebody, this has come up. Dante don't want me to talk. So, again, before before, uh, I read the the article that D said about Brian Davis, I read another article that said that Mm -hmm. the owners were kind of upset that he accepted this $6,000, billion bid because they thought the, the, the team should have been worth $7 billion. But here's the question. How did they think it was worth $7 billion when everybody in the, in the media was saying it was worth $6 billion because those are the offers that they had in the first place, which means they already knew about this bid. The owners knew about this bid. Dan Snyder didn't mm-hmm. accept that bid. So who is it? Yes. Which takes us back to two weeks so ago. So who were they were when I said Dan Snyder. Who were the they were upset? Say it again. That's my question, Rodney. Who was upset? You said they were upset the owners. that there Dan was, Snyder didn't accept. There was a group of owners that said they were upset because they knew that this team was worth $7 billion. But the question was, how did they come up with this $7 billion value? Because all of the information that was in the media okay. Was about these six billion dollar deal, mm-hmm. so they knew about it. They had to know about this offer that was I seven million dollars because your team is only worth anything. Anything nah, of value you. is only worth what somebody's willing to pay, and they knew that there was somebody willing to pay this seven billion dollars. So you. why I get <laughs> did you. Snyder so accept the six billion dollars when there's this seven billion dollar deal out there? Mm-hmm. Even though D, yes, he did have a failed attempt to buy a NBA team um, because they they. Couldn't come up with the financing, but he doesn't have that problem right now. He got fifty billion dollars. If he mm-hmm. if he became an owner in the NFL, he is the richest owner right now today in the NFL. He's worth fifty billion dollars. He is and, uh, the richest owner so, in hey, the Rodney, NFL. So back the question up. I see what your question is now. What you're saying. The question is why were the commanders raised? That's what the other owners should be bad at. Because remember, all the teams are evaluated. You can look at all these That's example, like the Detroit Lions and uh Cincinnati, they're valued at three million. So if the owners are mad, was seven billion, that means, like you said, there's inside information that comes from the appraisal. All the teams are evaluated, broken down by everything. So for them, it's like oh, trying to basically, you know, is that going to help them out? So it goes back oh, to my point. Out. How yeah. long have they known about this? And if it's why not sign the deal? All right, we go. We go continue the conversation. So if it's worth seven billion, the deal's there. Why not sign it? We got breaking news coming across right now. Uh, Draymond Green has been suspended one game. Uh, by the NBA, wow. which is an absolute travesty. That ain't breaking. Yeah, that's an absolute yeah, travesty. Yeah, definitely, definitely a travesty for Golden State. Yeah, um, and it wasn't so, warranted, but that's okay. That, but because of his history, you know, puts them in these situations. Yeah, he put himself in that. Anyway, yeah, getting back to, puts them in these situations. Getting, getting back to this. Um. The, the evaluation that they had, the reason they came up with the $6 billion in the first place is if that's what Forbes said they were worth. Forbes has this list of the values of NBA uh, NFL teams, and they had the uh, Washington Commanders at $6 billion. Yeah, I'm up for you. So that's where, the, that's where the $6 billion came from. 
Davis, <laughs> who mm-hmm. just really, really wants to own the commanders, he's the one that, that agreed to pay an extra billion dollars. Why not? I got 50 billion. What's wrong with me paying seven to get this NFL team when I know I'm going to make, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars each year <laughs> by being an NFL owner? So it's a great investment for him. Um, but yeah, so the they did have inside, they had to have insider information that this offer was out there. Mm-hmm. Even Bank of America even contacted them before Snyder accepted the six billion dollar bid, contacted them again to make sure sure that they were uh still in it and if they still wanted to proceed, and he said yes. But still Snyder accepted the six billion dollar bid, which again, dope my conspiracy is that. He was going to say that they weren't going to sell to a black team other than what the NFL wanted. And that's that's what he did. He Although he did accept the one with Magic. <laughs> he did accept Magic's team or uh, uh, group. But that wasn't the best group for him, nor was it the best group for the NFL. Best group for the NFL. Because the NFL, just like if you as a homeowner, you don't want the person next door selling his house for two hundred thousand dollars less than what the value is. Because what that does is bring the value of your property down. So right. they don't want Snyder to sell this property, his property, being the commanders for lower than what the what he can actually get by him getting seven billion. Now he raised the, the price of all my teams exactly uh, because they pretend they're going to sell their teams. So um, great. That's that's the issue with, with that. Riding. That's a great example. Now we gonna, if we're gonna talk basketball. Let's go back to some basketball. If we gonna talk basketball, we gonna talk about the best team in the NBA until yesterday. But anyway, Bing Bong, who ready for them New York Knicks, man? Who ready? I know that that, that brother up in the top uh, right corner ain't ready. That I know that brother right. ain't ready. Uh, Rodney, I'm serious about this topic right here, Rodney. Oh, kiss it. <laughs> this is near hey, to my heart. What, hey. First of all, what is with Rodney with all these New York teams? The Jets and the Knicks, Rodney. Come oh, on, I know Jeff man. I know Jeff man. He is a Cowboys fan. I'm a Cowboy fan. Yeah, Cowboy fan. I just thought that the Jets was a better a better fit for David Carr or Derek, what's his name? Derek Carr, not David. <laughs> but Rodney. Uh, could you put the camera on me? Just focus on me for a minute. I just want to hear this dude. As a Celtic fan, dudes, I, I want to hear you pre- preach, oh, brother. Serious, not you. Not me. Not you. Pretty guy up for me. Not me. Oh, let me, let me add you to this. <laughs> oh question, Hold on. I'm learning. Oh, my God. I could have go. There you go. Let me get my grill together, my ice grill. <laughs> Rodney, I don't know what you did. I don't know what kind of foolish uh, brain dance you did, but you put a spell on my Celtics and you took all our superpowers and gave them to the Knicks. So I'm giving you 24 hours to give our powers back. And you ain't getting it back. You ain't getting it back. Looking at at, uh, tonight's game, it looks like we got them back, but I want our powers back. And that's all I got to say about that. So um, Antoine, Duval, Deuce Williams, Mm-hmm. It's been a long time, a long time for my 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 wonderful Knicks to play basketball like this. And I don't care 
how he got these powers. I just don't want to give him up. So to to the the most frustrating player ever in the history of basketball and to the most frustrating coach in the history of basketball. Whatever y'all doing right now, Julius, whatever you're doing right now, keep doing it. Keep shooting it. Keep rebounding. Whatever you do, whatever whatever you took, whatever you shot at your, your oh, home, whatever you drinking, I don't care. We won nine straight games, and we in fifth. We two games back in Cleveland. Cleveland, we coming for you. Cleveland, we coming. We two games back in Cleveland. This might be one of the best basketball seasons I've had since Patrick Ewing was going against the, the Miami Heat way back in the day. So whatever we done, I don't care. You ain't getting it back. And, and, and in the words of my my brother, y'all going to lose it. Two times this week. Suck it. Now let's get back to it. Hey, hey, Jules. We have to listen to any more about, about the Knicks. Really? Hey, hey, but you it's know what? Cowboys. It's about to be over, D. The, the playoffs hey, are, you know what they do in the playoffs every year. Well, hey, Rodney, to your credit, to your point, though, dude, hey, dudes, we talked about this, man. As a Boston fan myself, the Knicks and the Cleveland Cavaliers are two teams I do not want to see in the first round of the playoffs. Dudes, what is up with the Knicks What's and in particular Cleveland? Julius Randle, he dribbles the ball, he loses it <laughs> twice, dribbles off the front of his shoe. He dribbles off his and toe of his shoe. Three. Recovers on. the ball and hits a three to win the game. What? Hey, dudes, to, to our credit, though, they did that basically against our bench. But I'm not going to take that away from that Knicks game that we, you know, we lost with Cleveland when they blew the 25-point lead. So we have no excuses for that. We played like so, the Knicks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we are playing we like play the Knicks. We backwards. So playing like the Knicks. Three games we did that. We gave up a big lead. We gave up big lead. So Just the like only the right side is that we know that our bench can score. And they better step up in the playoffs. The other thing I got I've noticed this past week, dudes, Jalen Brown has been missing a lot of free throws. Jalen Brown. And we don't want to talk about Grant Williams, who said he's going to make both. Jalen Brown <laughs> has been missing a lot of free throws. Peep that out. But yeah, congratulations on your Knicks ride. If they happen to become a ninth, a ninth, uh, what, ninth seed. Too bad they can't I play mean, the Lakers. Too bad the Knicks can't play the Lakers for the rights to get in the playoffs. First of all, don't listen to Rodney. He's sitting on here praising the Knicks. About they need to keep doing what they're doing. The sorry, Knicks. Now, this is the same person who, when you play NBA 2K, <laughs> if one of his players misses a shot, he will immediately pause the game. He will stop the whole floor of the game, pause the game, and take him out the game. Like, don't Dude, miss. This is a video game. It happened. Don't so don't miss the right Knicks don't listen to Rodney talking about do what you do. Keep shooting it. Because if you do and you lose, next week he gonna be his whole attitude gonna change. Don't pay Rodney attention. 
And would you say that I, I can hear him right now watching the it next game? Every Hold on, ain't that how the song go? All I want to do is win. That's it. <laughs> if you making me lose, you come and sit on the bench with me. Right. Hey, right. So who's doing all the scoring? Who's doing all the scoring on, for the Knicks? Speaking of scoring in the Knicks, let's, let's, because let's, to me, let's get to that. Why, why, why would the Knicks even be trying to win, Nick? Uh, why would they even try to win, man? They traded everybody. I mean, they're looking good for eight and nine seed. But Rodney, I'm gonna go on and let you take this away with another aspect that we want to talk about. Since we're in the NBA and we're talking about your Knicks, I don't even know why they're trying to win. But Julius Randle scoring all these points out of nowhere. What's going Randall's on? Randle's gonna with be the, the MVP league? this year, y'all. Randle's gonna be the MVP. Well, I was, uh, I was just. You know, thinking the other day when I was looking at all the support that uh, Ja was garnering after he put out his statement or whatever. And, you know, hopefully, you know, his statement, you know, he really meant his statement and it's coming from him and not some kind of representative, you know, trying to give it that span or whatever. And, um, you know, it seems like everybody's, you know, he's garnering a whole lot of support and everybody's supporting him. And he's saying that, you know, he needs time out to, you know, take time off you know, to get his mind right, you know, uh, to find out why he's acting out, you know, maybe it's due to stress and this and that or whatever. I don't understand how stress can make you do this stuff. I mean, it's just youthful stupidity in, in my opinion, but that's another story for another day. But uh, it just seems like everybody's, you know, really, you know, he's garnering a lot of support for, uh, you know, a, a, a issue with a gun when at the same time Kyrie was dropped from Nike for, I won't even say expressing his opinion because you know, Kyrie didn't even say anything. He uh, posted a, a link, you know, to a, was it a book or a movie? A movie. I think it's both, yeah. But he posted a link and he didn't even say anything and he got dropped from Nike. <laughs> but now Jaws, Jaws, you know, Nike seemed to be, you know, uh, giving support to Ja. You know, into fixing what's wrong with him due to him brandishing a weapon. And I'm trying to figure out, I mean, what's going on? Is it, like you say, hip uh, hypocrisy? Well, first of all, spelled hypocrisy. Yeah, that was jacked up. And it wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. H-Y-P-O-C-R-I-S-Y. Had he put up dudes his backdrop. If a dude's is backup, he would have misspelled that, fellas. He yeah. still forgot. Remember, I was in the, uh, I, I was in, came in second place in the citywide st- spelling bee in the fifth grade, <laughs> so it wasn't me. Yes. It might be the little so sleepy, bright skinned gentleman at the top of the screen. Hypocrisy up there, but that hypocrisy is not a type of government <laughs> <laughs> like democracy. Okay, so anyway, so if, if I if I could piggyback off what dudes was saying, go ahead. A couple of things. One is that this whole thing about, um, which is actually what I was about to talk about, so that's why I thought I could piggyback. So anyway, I did. You didn't look that, and I'm talking to Jai. You didn't look that stressed when you was in the club smiling, holding a gun. No, but with, they- your, with your shirt off, you know, <laughs> kicking it. That didn't look too stressful. Now, it looked pretty relaxed you- to me. Yeah, if you sitting at home alone in the room by yourself crying with a gun, now you look stressed. Yeah, like Marbury eating a Vaseline. Right, right. Now, now, now you look stressed, and I and I and I get that. 
but you know i think also what we also have to understand too about this whole idea of nike and their hypocrisy is that when you start dealing with offending offending people you know we 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 have a, a real big thing in this country about uh offending people whether particularly for ethnicity or religious reasons or so on and so forth right and we also have to understand that there are a number of groups in this country that have a very powerful lobby when it comes to those kinds of things about what offends them and, and so on and so forth but with this case remember that one of the more powerful lobbies in this country is the gun lobby nra and so it's going to be it would be very difficult again when you start dealing with the gun laws and talking about guns and taking away guns you've got a very powerful gun lobby in the in, a, in the nra and so i think nike you know in many ways but but this debate over guns it's a, it's a whole lot easier to deal with the whole gun thing mm -hmm. right than it is with the whole religion and ethnicity thing that that Kyrie was was dealing with you know it's it's a whole whole lot more cut and dry so i think that you mm -hmm. start getting into ideas of you know politics so maybe it's politicocracy mm -hmm. <laughs> more than more than anything else yes yeah, spell that one whoever wrote, whoever put hypocrisy up there no 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 Actually, that dwell on the jive, the guns, or the hypocrisy. That was hilarious, though. To me, shut up, man. <laughs> to me, what it, what it all goes back to is, is what dudes is worried. It all, all goes back to the green. Nike is not going to get rid of jive right now. One because of the the market that jive is supposed to attract. That's this young urban uh, youth that listen to. The hip hop music and you know yeah and I was gonna say something about that too right just yeah. like uh Adidas and the Kanye situation yes yeah Adidas is double back now because all the people that you know was trying to get Adidas to uh mm -hmm. cancel Kanye uh -huh. they weren't people that they weren't the people buying the shoes exactly exactly so Nike so, not, they're not really concerned about uh Ja and in his little situation now where they will be concerned about it is if the NFL the NFL the NBA suspends job for let's say a year right so now you got this this man that you're paying for, for uh to promote your product they can't even go into court then they'll have an issue with it then they'll start saying well hey listen we might need to renegotiate this contract but until then right now to them it doesn't you know the, the fact that he got uh filled with a matter of fact it might even make them make them sell more shoes mm -hmm. you know to that urban crowd because now john has his quote-unquote street cred because you know he got filmed with a gun so in the case of Kyrie, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the group of people that Kyrie offended, mm. right, those are, uh, 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 that's a, a powerful group of Very people that have, that have money. Mm -hmm. And Nike does not want to offend those people. So, yeah, it's easy to let Kyrie go, right, because I'm looking at, all right, Kyrie making me $100 million, but these folks giving me $100 billion. So, it's easy for me to let Kyrie go because you know I'm not going to offend those people. But for the for the young urban folks, man, what what he did that's a, that's giving him even more credit. So is that fair though? Not not at all, not at all. What you think, Dan? I think we should 
move on from Ja because every week we get caught up because everybody got a gun and we get off track. We supposed yeah, we'll to get somebody else next week. <laughs> well, we gonna get, but I'm still, you know, it's crazy. We we blew over Sean Kemp in the drive by, <laughs> but uh, but this is about the younger him. generation. Yeah, Sean made his money. This is about the youth coming up. But I, I mean, we gonna. Can't hear you. Can you say it again. What was that, G? No, I was saying that you know Sean Kemp ain't in the NBA no more. I know he made his money. money. Right, he's a private saying. citizen. Right. But he could probably kiss his uh, weed business goodbye though. Yeah, yeah, he's a felon now. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's the situation with John Morant and the pea shooter that uh, <laughs> not the pea shooter <laughs> and the pea shooter that he was was filmed with uh at the strip club after a loss after a loss that that's part that been been missed also he was doing us all this junk after a loss to the Denver Nuggets so uh you know in our first episode we talked about a uh, gun situation our second episode, we talked about more transgressions by athletes, and now we're back to the same thing on our third episode. We don't want to make this no habit, y'all, but if it happened, we're going to talk about it. We're not making it a habit. It's these idiot athletes making it a habit, right? They're giving yeah. us something to get a podcast going with. I'm loving you're right it, about that one. You're right about that one. Got to love it, man. So, so uh, dudes, as our resident NBA uh, expert, what's your feeling on this, on this John Morant situation? Well, it's just a sad situation all the way around. I, I don't understand how this keeps happening. Um, and it's like everybody's, you know, everybody's, you know, kind of feeling bad for the kid or whatever, but he keeps doing it to himself. And it's not like he don't know that, you know, that it's wrong. I mean, this is dead wrong. Everybody knows that. I don't know who, who he's surrounding himself with, but I've seen some of the guys and they look a little, you know, shaky, but shady. He definitely needs some kind of guidance. Like you know, we always talk about how the uh the NBA teams, how they moved away from having the veterans in the locker room. And you know, I think Memphis is, is that, I think they're the youngest team in the NBA, as a matter of fact. One of them. One, one of one them. them. And you just need that veteran presence. Cause you know, when you're on the road. That's business, you know what I'm saying? I, I understand everybody likes to unwind, go to the club, you know, drink a few or whatever, dance party or whatever. But, you know, to go in a club and get on IG Live <laughs> with a pistol in your hand. With a pea shooter, not yeah, a pistol. I, I just don't shooter. understand. So if he loses his whole career, you know, at least he still has a street cred because that seemed like the most important thing with him anyway. So, uh, Brother D. You know, what he's thinking, um, I got some. What I know thinking. So, dudes, like you said, it was a, he took a gun in a strip club. So, my question was, when I saw that video, man, I hope that wasn't an actual strip club, 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 and hopefully it was somebody's house or something, their own private thing. Because not only did he just cause his self harm, as we said, with with, with his career and everything, the suspension and all that. But he basically just put this strip club in trouble. They're subject to lose their liquor license. But it, uh, even on top of that, who are you surrounding yourself with? Uh, me and Dorian were talking about this the other day. He was talking about security. But, yeah, security works for that strip club. Mm-hmm. How are you allowing this to go on? You know, let somebody bring a gun into an establishment like this. Set, let aside 
that he started publishing on IG. So again, two dumb mistakes on both sides of the party, but it shows that mentality again of these young athletes. That and then as we were always taught, if it's somewhere you got to go where you're going to need a gun, then you probably should be going there. Should be going there. Common sense. But you know what else? You know what else do is it brought up? Remember the whole thing with uh, Shannon Sharp at the game, him trying to get all tough and hard. He got mm-hmm. his daddy there with him and all this. Where's his daddy been doing this whole situation? His dad's always at all the games and everything, but you haven't seen his dad come up to give any kind of statement to represent his son? No, because his son is hanging out with idiots. Okay. So at what point do we give uh, put this responsibility on Ja and not on his father? Now, I think put it on his father. I'm putting it all on Ja. No, I'm saying when you were talking about, well, where is his father? I mean, I get that, but he's an adult. Um, so he got he he needs to take responsibility for that. I'm not gonna try to put it on his dad at, at a certain point. Yeah, we would hope his dad is giving him um guidance, but we really don't know, and we don't know if he is, if he's just not listening, whatever it is that's 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 happening. And just um, for clarity, I'm not putting this on Jaw's dad. I was bringing up the example that his dad's always with him and around him, and the, the example with the Shannon Sharp situation that him and his dad was shot mouth and out that again. This is all on Jaw. He's a grown man. You know, his dad wasn't there in the club with him. That's all I'm saying. I'm just talking about guidance. He's around the wrong people. We'll say, interestingly enough, is because of uh, somebody that I know on Facebook from Memphis, I heard them, or I shouldn't say heard, but I I saw something that they wrote and they lived down there that was talking about, they made the comment, well, you know, we know how his dad moves. Now, this is an older person, too, older in terms of like our age. God, I can't believe I'm saying we're older. So I'm wondering, you know, what's going on in terms of what's happening actually down there in Memphis where, you know, this particular person would make that comment. Well, we know how his dad moves. But but this is this this becomes my issue with this whole thing. All right. One, I, I don't understand. How it why it is that all these people want to bring that street mentality in the places that's not meant for the street. And I made, I made this comment the last time we were talking about Brandon Miller, about how you get all these guys that come into college. You know, again, as a college professor, I see it, that they come into college and they want to bring this street stuff into college. And you have to tell them, man, this, this is not the place for that. You know, I know gangsters and they weren't trying to go to college. Mm-hmm. Right. So my thing is, is that, OK, well, one is. If you're trying to say that, because you know, I also seen some things about some tweets that he wrote where somebody asked him something about why you doing all this and you rich, and he talking about, you know, Josh says, I've been about this life, gonna mm-hmm. stay about this life, and so on and so forth. Well, don't at what point don't you want to get away from that life? Yeah. Because isn't that why you play back? If if you were living that kind of life, I'm not gonna get into high school and you know he went to a private school. I'm not gonna get into all that kind of stuff. But I'm saying if you were living that life, isn't the fact that you played basketball wasn't that your way out of that life? Mm-hmm. And why do you want to bring that with you? Why do you want to bring that here? You know, it, I, I I just don't understand why it is that cats want to. Uh, stay in that kind of mentality they never want to leave that mentality. it reminds me of a line from uh from uh from havoc when uh he says no matter how much loot i get i'm staying in the projects forever why (laughs) 
what is isn't that what you want to get away from isn't this the opportunity to get away from that stuff and again if you were into that life i'm not going to get into whether he was into it or not i don't know how he grew up so i'm not going to get into that mm -hmm. but don't you want to get away from that? Why would you want to bring that kind of stuff in there with you? I don't even want to get into, oh, it was a little gun. It was a peace shooter. You know, yeah, 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 that's fine. But the thing about it is, is that why do you want to still do that? And then secondly, how'd you get it on the plane? That that was the next point. That part. That, how, was, that was the next so point. So if you're in the club with that, who do you know that allowed you to get in the club? But did you bring that with you on the plane or did you get it once you got there to Denver? These, of course, are some unanswered questions. And if you got it with you on the plane, oh, that's a real big problem. So, exactly. so uh, that, that was the, the next big thing, D. So um, the, the reports today, well, first off, he's been suspended for another two games. So now it's a total of four games as of right now. Um, and the reason for that is because the NBA is still doing their investigation. Uh, this is not the first incident with Ja, uh, not the mm -hmm. second either, unfortunately. Uh, he's had multiple incidents um, you know, with firearms, with guns. Uh, and the biggest thing, one of, one of the biggest things that the, that the NBA is looking at is like what you just said. How did he even get it there in the first place? Because if you put it on that plane, that's if you problem. put it on that plane, that's a huge problem. Gilbert Arenas got suspended for 50 games mm -hmm. for bringing a, plane, a gun on a plane. You know, and um, so it, it's been reports that, you know, that's actually what the what the NBA is considering doing with Ja, which will completely. I mean, this brother has contracts with uh, um, with PepsiCo, with Gatorade or whatever. Powerade. Power, uh, is it Powerade, Gatorade? One of them. It's Powerade. Powerade. All right. Let's go. Cool. So he has then, endorsements everywhere, Rodney. Right? You know, but not to come up. That's the perfect segue. Uh, like we said, besides the guns, it's about the money he's going to lose the money and that this he's going to lose for dudes if the money he's going to lose but you know dudes has another whole perspective well, on this too when we talk about ja and all the stuff that he's going through with the guns and all this but dudes has another perspective on this as well as far as how not just the media but the public in general and corporations view these incidents uh, well johnny please tell them what they've won well, you've won a new conversation on our favorite person, John Morant. <laughs> and, and a little bit more on, on ja, ja, uh, ja. Sean Kemp. Because, you know, John ja, ja, ja was uh, uh, having a little fun, we found out. John ja was out there. That's what Jai was doing, but he was doing a little, doing a little bit of that, but a little bit of more of this. No, my bad. Yeah, Jai was out there making it rain. <laughs> so. I mean, we're making jokes about it right now, but um, the 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 issue. Well, first, first we're gonna get to to um, to Ja, then we'll talk about Kemp. But the issue with Ja is, uh, yeah, it's funny, you know, that that we 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 can say it's funny right now because um, 
the video came out. Well, not the video. The um, the images came out of him at the strip club. Um, you know, partaking, in, partaking in, the, in the you know the products that you can get at the strip club, uh, <laughs> with money all over the floor. <laughs> um, you know, that was after the little gun little video or whatever. Uh, and then right after that, you know, after all this came out, Ja decided that the best thing for him to do was to go get seek counseling at a counseling center down in Florida. He did that on, on Monday. And uh, two days later, <laughs> he's out, out of uh, rehab. I guess, he, you know, all his demons have been exercised. What do you think that did? Was it rehab? Was it, was it rehab or a counseling center? Oh, I'm sorry. It was a counseling center. Counseling. Counseling center. Counseling center. So what, what you think about that, D-Dub? Jim. Well, uh, right. One thing I'm I'm trying to figure out uh, exactly, uh, and I'd like to know is what was accomplished during the two days of counseling. Um, because to me, it seemed like the issue still was the fact that he was being very immature. So I mm. mean, has he matured in two days? Did they tell him some magic words, and he, now he's matured, or you know? Has he learned his lesson, you know, due to the uh, fallout from uh, his misadventure at the strip club? Then the other thing I was wondering about was uh, with the uh, pictures that came out. Is it some kind of privacy violation? Because, I mean, with the pictures, I mean, he didn't really do anything abnormal at the strip club other than the gun part. But Mm -hmm. on on, uh, that was pictured. He didn't do anything abnormal. You know, I know we're all, you know, god-fearing church-going guys and we don't know anything about what happens in a strip club no because we've never been there before <laughs> never <laughs> but uh he didn't do anything that you know hey. anything abnormal what what we saw is what happens in the strip club so we hear and then the other thing um i mean is he Every, possibly going to be able to sue that's not normal you said what? Uh-oh, he, we lost him. I said but, everything that's not typically normal. And that's well, what brought the police. All the money might not be for us, but all the other stuff, yeah. I mean, not for us, but for other people that we know. <laughs> so but That's all I had. Uh, I just yeah. like to know what, what was accomplished in the two days of counseling. So you said you said a couple couple of different things. The first thing is uh, the well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the second thing first. Um, the the fact that you know um, the strip club um, did you already come release the already, video? Did you already start this? Shouldn't shouldn't the rest of us get a chance to chime in before you get a chance? Well, you to chime in. See, see, you want to stop me? Okay, cool. Say what you got to say, D. Say what you got to say, D. You always say what you got to say, D. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. In about you four seconds, the teacher will begin to speak. Right. I'm just saying, you start. You started talking, then you passed it to dudes, and then you took it back. So go ahead, Dante. See? Go hey, ahead, All I was going to say is, I had one thing on that. Why did he have to spend... Or first of all, 
Why did he have to go to Florida if it was just for counseling? What's wrong with Tennessee? He couldn't find nowhere to get counseling in Tennessee. For least. So to me, he just went to Florida to go relieve some more stress. If Two you know day what vacation. I mean. So I don't think, like he was saying, what was the trip worth? Can I speak, D? Dory? Go ahead. You know what? I might forget. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, Dory. First of all, um, I want to begin by saying I want to pile on the brother. Okay. Um, I'm sure everybody is coming at him, and I don't want to pile on. I feel like um, the media is kind of reveling in this. Uh, one of the reports I saw from somebody that first talked about, um, you know, him losing his endorsement deal. He he started off with saying, you know, this is just the story that keeps on giving, as if this was a gift. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to feel like I'm reveling in uh, in Jaws, you know, in 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 this uh, tumult that he's having in his career right now. So first of all, let me say that. But my thing about this, too, is is for the sponsors that are dropping him, okay? If they were going to drop him, I'm hoping that it's about the gun, okay? Because this other stuff that's coming out after this, as, you know, Dude said um, prior to this, and I'm sure Rodney's going to get on this because we had a conversation about this, but he wasn't doing anything illegal, right? Even the videos that they show of him drinking, He's of legal age. He can drink. If he wants to do that, that's what he can do. Now, that's what he's allowed to do. That's what it's legal for him to do. It would even be a different story about the gun had he been at home on his own home video, right? But so my thing is, is with the sponsors that are dropping him, I just want to make sure now that this other stuff is coming out, don't act like it's that particular image now that is causing you to drop him, right? Because if you're of these billion dollar companies, you mean you didn't know that this young man like they shooting, uh, major, <laughs> right? You, you didn't you didn't know that he liked to visit strip clubs. You didn't know that you know he went to clubs and he he drank alcohol. You, if, if this is somebody that's supposed to be the face of your product, it seemed like you would vet that person and vet everything about them to know that this would be the person that you want. So please let it just be about this whole gun deal and the illegalities that come from the gun and, and so on and so forth, him being in Colorado and that kind of thing. Please let don't let it be about these other images from which he was not doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. That that's my thing about it. Yes, do you, now remember, yes. Do you remember your point, right? Good turn, Rodney. All right. So uh I I agree with you on that one, D. Uh let, let's hope that you know all these people that are jumping ship from Ja, um, that Ja has already made you know millions of dollars for already um from his shoe sales and um uh, you know, just his appearances or whatever. So Ja has, you know, he lived up, up, up until that point, he lived up to what uh, it was that he was he was contracted to do. Now, did he do something that was, you know, probably not the smartest thing? Yeah. Um, but like you said, the, the, the visit to the strip club and all that stuff, that is actually a moot point. That doesn't matter. That has nothing to do with the thing. 
um, as far as you know why he he's losing his endorsements. Um, the gun issue, yeah, the gun is a little, a little different. Um, and unfortunately, we like I said, we, we've been talking about guns, man. This is our fourth episode. We've been talking about guns for the last four episodes. Every week we talk about guns. Um, so you know that and, and the reason we're talking about it is because uh <laughs> mainly people don't know how to how to to use them, right? And Jai, you gotta be one of them. You don't go to well, everybody knows you don't go to a place that serves alcohol with a gun. No, in I'm I don't want to say no states, but in most states, that's not legal, period. You don't take a gun to a place that sells alcohol. Um, so the the thing about it, it's a learning experience. Now, I, I we were I was joking earlier um about the two days. It is difficult to to question someone that is looking for help. If if it you no, know, he may have gone down there, he may have talked to people and then may have they uh may have you no know, told him what he did wrong and you know how he's how he's perceived and he may have changed his ways. I don't know. I wasn't there during the during the time. It just seems to me <laughs> that whole thing just seems like a a bit of convenience than anything else. Um, because his main objective was to get back to playing basketball. It's kind of like a check the box. Exactly. So if he if he in order for him to get back to playing basketball, he they you know to me like I said, this was that was just a a, a thing of convenience, like dude said, a, a way of checking a box that I can get back into to, to playing. It was reported earlier that um, the NBA suspended him for eight games. Now the way I read it, I thought he had eight games from today. Eight more games, meaning that he would be done pretty much for most of the regular, the rest of the regular season. I was wrong. The eight games actually started when he first got suspended. So now, technically, he only has another two games that he has to sit out. Now, again, this is just just me speaking. The my thought behind that is that Adam Silver really didn't have a whole lot that he can go off of because technically. He can't prove that Jahat did anything wrong on that team plane. He don't know if that gun was on that plane or not. They didn't. They don't have evidence that that gun was on that plane. They only have evidence that that was even Jah's gun. All they have is evidence that he was holding one. So he was kind of kind of hamstrung in what he could do. Um, I still felt that you know the the you know if you wanted to to give a point to to make a point, you would have given him a little bit longer suspension. It's just those eight games that he that he got. That's my only issue. Um, and with that, we're gonna move on to our next topic. Still but, in basketball. Oh, last last thing. Last rebuttal. Go ahead, Dory. No, not a rebuttal. It's not a rebuttal at all. I, I don't have any. I'm not disputing you at all. But what I would like is for it. You know, in talking about this counseling, mm-hmm. I want people to give him another chance you know we we get a lot of there not being any atonement for these young men it was something gilbert arenas was saying i heard him talking about this giving some advice talking about well now you know he's going to go from being a tier one player they're going to knock him down to be at a tier three player mm-hmm. you know for for however many years he said you know gilbert arenas was talking about it but my thing is is that i want i mean he's still in his 20s his early yeah. 20s i just early want society to give this to give this brother a chance to, to quote atone, 
give you him know, some grace. And, and, and you know, and 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 to be able to show that he's learned from it. That's what I want. Instead of everybody just automatically now just just writing him off. So that's that's all I want to say. Yeah, like I said, the, um, <laughs> it's you can make jokes about it because in this particular case, nobody got hurt. Yeah, we go make so jokes again, about it. Oh, we're gonna make sure we go. In this case, nobody got hurt. But you but but what you just said, D, what you just said, D, we can actually attribute to a lot of these young athletes. You know, well, the the thing that a lot of people forget is what you said a minute ago. These these are 20-year-old kids, man. 20, 21, 22-year-old kids, right? And uh, us being the old heads, man, we was you know, not I'm not trying to it's a good (laughs) thing we didn't have cell phones. We didn't, or, man. Or, we, have we had cell phones and millions of dollars? Hey, it, it, it's, it's horrible. But yeah, you these. If someone, hey, if someone You're falls, about, they, have, know, they have the right to to be able to stand up and, and do better. Go ahead, Dan. You have something, Dan. So, so we lose in, in regards back to uh, the endorsements he may have lost. Some of the endorsement deals he probably signed were done in strip clubs. <laughs> I don't know if you up. And on that note, we're going to go to our next topic. She could have been my partner also in doubles. Oh, so, God. All right. So moving out of tennis. We would wish that on her. Um, I was about to say something, but I want to be, you know, right. kind to move, 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 Moving out of tennis. I mean, y'all going to respect my tennis career, man. No. Put some respect on my career. No, we're not. No, no, we're not. I'm gonna have to get you. Hey, this is this is a call out for Tony Miller. Tony, I need you to come on this podcast so you can back me up about the greatest tennis <laughs> game in the history of tennis. He might have been <laughs> wishing it was just over. <laughs> He's wishing Wait, it was over you faster. Know. <laughs> As, you know what? Hey, I'm, I'm gonna let y'all know that I'm gonna do a special podcast just so I can tell y'all exactly what happened with graphics and everything, and might even recreate it. <laughs> Okay, so like what, what, what surface were you playing at? <laughs> oh, you want to hear about it? Let me tell you what happened. I just want to Y'all saw him catch a Charlie horse just doing a podcast. What you think of when he go out here and try to play some tennis? I ain't saying I'm playing right now. So, so I'm going to recreate a tennis match. Right. All I do right now, I get out the cart. I hit the ball. I get back in the cart. <laughs> That's hey, about it. Hey, hey, D, this is a physically grueling uh, podcast. <laughs> exactly, exactly, man. Y'all, y'all have a brother running. Pulling hamstrings. And <laughs> y'all have a brother running. Chair. Y'all have a brother Turned running. Turn around his chair too fast. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna move away from tennis, and we're gonna get to our next top uh, topic of discussion, and that is this. Uh, you said today, D. Was it today? Yeah, the tournament. Yeah, real quick, the women's World Cup. Um, started today, for those who don't know, uh, the U.S. women are favored to win it all, favored to win their third World Cup in a row, which will in be a, row. a first for men or women's World Cup. Um, but they play Vietnam in, in their group, They play, but they play tomorrow. It's either tomorrow or this evening. I can't remember. But uh, the, the two host countries have already uh, won their first matches. Uh, Australia won. New Zealand won their first matches. But like I said, the U.S. hasn't, hasn't played yet. But they play Vietnam, so I'll be, I'll be watching. I'll certainly be watching. Oh, women! The women's tennis team is well. Our women's tennis team is just great. They're great, and you know, usually it, I, I thought we was talking tennis. about soccer. Shut up! 
Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Just shut it up. Matter of fact, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. But where I, you, you lucky? Did you I play can't against find any it. women when you play it right? <laughs> you lucky I can't find it. Hey, how about a little less questions and a little more? Shut the hell up, <laughs> Doran. Doran. Now let me. Like I, I told you. I told you. There's this thing called editing that will occur <laughs> on this thing right now. Anyway, getting back to what I was talking about before Dorian so rudely interrupted me. Now, one of the, one of the things that one of the the most frustrating things to me right now about NBA basketball um, is the, um, it's it's not it's not a, a good product to watch right now. It's not a fun product to watch. If you watch a college basketball game, you see teams playing defense. You see them hustling back, this, that, and the other, um, trying to prevent the other team from scoring. You know, that's what's called defense. Uh, you don't see that in the NBA right now. Right now, what you see is scores that are 140 to 137. It's like a wait, wait, a, wait. A, what about offense. that 175 to 170 or whatever game that was? That was not a good game. Don't you know <laughs> the theater score? You know, you get happy by seeing that score, but to to actually be a part of that game in that game, there was not one defensive play made. <laughs> There couldn't be if you score 178 points in a game, and it wasn't in, it wasn't an All Star game. Come on, man! I was going to ask you: Is that an All Star game on. or a regular season game? That, in, in a regular season game, it's not it's, it's not a good product to watch right now. Those are games, you know, you can watch the highlights on TV, but you don't want to sit there and watch that game, man, because nobody's playing defense. It, it, it's it's frustrating. As Dorian was talking about, if my if my 2K team would give up 178 points. That's because I just sat down every starter because they weren't playing basketball like they were supposed to. You cannot allow 178 points in a game. That's not a basketball game, man. Kind of like we talk about all the time. You know, we came up in an era where, you know, you took it personal if somebody scored on you. You Somebody was lighting you up. I mean, you really took it personal. And that's where all those flagrant fouls and hard fouls came in. You know, it was kind of, you know, check and balance type of deal. But, but but that's but guys, this is the nature of the beast. We grew up in an era where yeah, defense was king, but now the NBA sells offense. Well, see, the thing that I don't understand about it was you know it's offense. You want to see they, the three pointers from half court. Yeah, they want to. Uh, they wanted to increase the scoring, so they changed the rules. You know, no hand checking, no uh, mm-hmm. you know arm bars, and you know where you pretty much can't touch the offensive player. And these guys are so what? great now. If you can't touch them, you can't guard them. Did they and change secondly, the rules though, really, dudes? Isn't that the Jordan rule? No, no. We're going to Jordan rules a little later. But uh <laughs> it's, the, it's to me, and the way I see it, you know, they look at us like you said, the old man, you know, get off my lawn. They look at us like that. But we're not asking for them to bring back the flagrant fouls and you know, all that. But what you know, we would like the you know the arm bar, you know, a little hand check, and not really you know where you're guiding people, but it's just that competitive aspect I think that's missing. Is 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 it's so tough to sit there and watch you know a game where everybody's just letting the other team score, and it's like it it doesn't even bother them. They're not even phased by someone scoring fifty on them. Well, how about the refs not making calls? What was that, Rodney? 
But that's part of it. The refs, the refs not making the refs not making the calls. But but see, for me, I think it goes back to something we talked about with other sports, particularly like the Super Bowl and so on and so forth, is that oftentimes the television, that medium is not meant for the hardcore fan. It's not it's it's meant for the casual fan. It's it's designed to get the casual fans attention. So if they see 178 points, well, then as far as they know, that's a, that was a great game because they did a lot of scoring. They weren't missing a lot of shots, th- that kind of thing. But for those of us who actually really watch the game, we understand how important defense actually is to the game. It, it makes the game better if somebody, you got these guys who can score, but somebody is trying to put up some resistance to stop them. If I'm just playing Matador defense, you know, ole, ole, ole all the time, well, then, you know, what kind of what kind of game is that really and is it really a good game to watch? And to bring it back off of what you're saying, maybe, man, maybe that's why nobody likes Patrick Beverly anymore because he mean, plays like defense. The 80s, that was the golden era, the 80s and 90s. You know, that was the golden era of basketball, but yet they played defense. Right. So it seemed like you would want to emulate, you know, that era, that time, rather than, you know, just let everybody score as many points as they can score and, you know. It's just yeah, not like we said, if they play defense, it's hard to watch. If they played it, if they play defense, it would slow the game down. We see guys at the free throw line that are exposing their sales, not being able to shoot free throws for one. So yeah, let the game keep going. But nobody wants to watch that. Nobody wants to see somebody going to the free throw line every minute and a half in two minutes, like we see in the right. last minute of a basketball game. And the last minute of question, let me, let me takes this 30 question. minutes. I got a good question to pose. You're absolutely right. D, right, Don. Name me the five best defenders in the NBA. You can't. Uh, well, I named one. Name yet, like I said, everybody, hey, I see a Patrick Beverly. You can probably name my thing. I didn't bring up Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly is not yeah. a good defensive player. He, he has no that's, that's what everybody thinks. Patrick Beverly has that, a reputation. Why is, he not, why is he not a good defensive player? He, he, has has he has a reputation as a good defensive player because he gets in, under people's skin. He's and, and, and he's, he's old school. That's what dudes is talking about. He gets Man. in your skin, but you can't hand check anybody. So, like you said, there really isn't anybody that does what a Patrick Beverly, who nobody likes, what he does. He's old school. Nobody plays defense. So you just pose a great question: Who's the top five defenders in the league? Oh, everybody's going to say, okay, the big centers like Giannis and all these other guys, but who's really playing D? Nobody. Marcus Look, Smart won defensive player of the year last year. But what Marcus Smart does is taking a whole lot of charges. Mm-hmm. That, right. That's really all that he does. Name I five. I would agree with that. Marcus Smart is <laughs> you can't. Marcus I'm not going to lie. I can't even give you five. We Dory, can't get you got five. five. Okay, so that's two. <laughs> That's true. I can't, I can't get five. I'm not smart from all teams. It wouldn't include Pat Beverly either. I think I think Pat Beverly played a lot better defense some years ago. Years ago. And now he's living. He's okay, living so off again, their reputation. Okay. Okay. It, so okay. Uh, I threw Pat uh, Beverly just uh, as a name because uh, he's still in the league playing. So Patrick Beverly and uh, Smart. Give me three. Gary Payton's son. He's pretty good. Okay. Gary, which oh, which Gary, Gary Payton? Yeah. Yeah. 
But we uh, we we, hey, we, we reaching though. We reaching. That's the whole point, you know what I mean? He was the Phoenix. That's the point. Oh, Jake Bridges. Huh? Oh, Bridges. He's with the Nets now. Oh, Miguel Bridges. Yeah. Not with Phoenix anymore. Okay, so that's yeah, I, I, I couldn't think his name. I knew he was with Phoenix. I just couldn't think his name. But you see our point, though, guys. We have to look up at the sky thinking we couldn't name top five top defenders. I threw Patrick yeah. Beverly out because the first one came to mind because <laughs> if nobody said, plays defense. If I pose the question, name the top five from the 80s or the 90s or the 2000s, uh, you, you, you get them. Uh, we'd be you here all could, day. You could probably name probably about 20. <laughs> you get them. Yeah, from every era. Right, nobody stands out in this era right now of basketball playing deep because there is none. Everybody's shooting threes. Since we we talking about wide receivers, let's talk about one of the greatest. Let's talk about him. <laughs> let's talk about him. One, one of the worst. <laughs> one, one of the greatest number eighty eight. <laughs> number eighty eight for your world famous Dallas Cowboys. Your <laughs> Preston Pearson came out of retirement. That was Drew Pearson. Drew. Drew. See, right. look at you. Which is going to show you what I think about Cowboys. <laughs> so anyway, but cowboy. yeah, we, we, joking, we joking about that. But, you know, uh, Mike did find himself in a little situation at Super Bowl um, where uh, he was at a hotel, Marriott Hotel, in what's your city name? Dante, <laughs> Phoenix, baby. up there visiting Dante. I'm surprised Dante went on the video. He was. <laughs> he was in the crowd, hey, opening the bar. I was sitting at the bar. He was at the bar. the bar. I was the guy in the white hat. I was the guy in the white <laughs> hat sitting at the bar. So yeah. So anyway, Mike, um, when it, during the Super Bowl, um, had, there was an allegation that he said some inappropriate comments to. Uh, a waitress at the Marriott, Marriott Hotel. And from that, NFL Network and ESPN both uh, kept him off the air um, talking about the Super Bowl. Um, they didn't fire him. He hasn't been fired. However, um, he's not doing his regular TV shows, TV gigs, whatever, which, you know, I don't know whether or not he's getting paid or not. I would assume he's not because he's not working. Uh, they may have him on suspension until this thing is resolved. Um, and from that, you know, Mike, is that what it is? So Mike has said, you know, vehemently that he did nothing wrong, um, that, you know, this is a, a ruse, blah, blah, blah. Um, but this past week, you know, the video came out, or last week, the video came out showing the um, interaction with the young lady. So um, uh, let me ask this of you guys. What did you think? I'm going to start with Dante this time. So Dante, tell me the real. Tell me the real. don't don't hold back on what you want to want to say. Tell me the real of what you thought about this video. What did you see? What you see, D? What you see, D? <laughs> what did I rewind? Like, oh, go back on the tape. Uh, like I'm sure y'all have all seen all the YouTube videos, everybody else's accounts, and watching the tape. But yeah, she knew what she was doing. First of all, she she came from her way. She knew Mike was coming. I'm like, she watched she in the security room watching the tape. Didn't even see him come in the building, first of all, foremost. But anyway, I like to tell you, it, it clearly reveals 
the gentleman that came up and like the manager, I actually looked up, I started doing some research on that. I won't throw out any names because this is all alleged. This is all under litigation. So I looked up the, the manager in question that came out you know, you're pissed, you know, walking looking like what this bitch doing over here. <laughs> but that's how it went down, right? But you clearly saw the young lady like she came looking for Mike, like she was enjoying the conversation she was having with Mike. I saw nothing wrong other than the true agitator, which was the hater. And by the way, I got haters everywhere too. But yeah, he was hating. He didn't like that. You know, how, we know how that went down. He was probably trying to holler at little, little, little Heidi or something, you know. And then saw that we got a big superstar. And it happened to be Michael Irvin or whatever. So he go from story or he going to tell you, I'm going to put you on blast or something. You're going to say it is or whatever. You're out of here. And that's where you get the false allegations, right? That's just my opinion how this went down. Mm -hmm. Why mm -hmm. else would this come out? You know what? I'm so mad at you. We go, you gonna make me some money out of this. You gonna go on, we gonna go on TV. I'm gonna say he did this. You said that, and you gonna say it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on, man. I tell you, talking like a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> he talking like a pimp. Man. All right. <laughs> She got to say the whole thing. <laughs> All right, D, what you think about it? Okay. So the video evidence don't lie. I don't want to try to speculate about the video in the sense that I, you couldn't hear. There's no audio. Mm -hmm. So it it didn't look to me, but, but at the same time, it didn't look to me as if there was any um any you know certain certain gestures that look like this was an an unwarranted conversation um <laughs> so <laughs> you don't need audio to know what you're going to fuck on. <laughs> uh, so but it, it, it didn't look to me as if any anything that was going on was unwarranted. Mm -hmm. But again, you can't hear to really know. I didn't really, it didn't look to me now a couple of times, you know, they kind of got close or whatever, but it didn't necessarily look like she gave off a signal to Michael that, you know, he was invading her personal space or anything. Now, when he did step in, she stepped back. You saw her a couple of times kind of step back and, you know, kind of keep her distance or whatever. Um, and but but it wasn't like at the same time, like he he said anything and she stepped back and then walked away. Mm -hmm. She kind of stepped back, kept her distance, but she still stayed there engaging uh and you know in conversation or whatever. Um, but again, like I said, I still don't want to speculate because I couldn't hear what was going on. Um, it didn't look like there was anything nefarious going on, but I don't really know, but what, but I, but I also feel like this though, is that Michael Irvin has been in enough trouble um, during his playing days and so on and so forth that if, if I don't, I don't think he would be count, he would be suing for defamation if he felt like he had done something wrong. You know what I'm saying? If you've been, you've been in enough trouble to know 
that, you know, if um, if something goes to court or if you did something, you know, that kind of thing. But the fact that he decided that he would file a suit says to me that he's very adamant about the fact that he didn't do anything. So so I'm you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it like that and just feel like, you know, he's like, hey, I've been in enough trouble. I know how this works. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and this is wrong and I'm not going to stand here and, you know, and take this. And the fact that he's countersuing says a lot to me. What about you, D-Dub? Well, I made sure when I um, when I when I saw the tape, I made sure, you know, I, that I didn't get a, um, you know, any commentary. You know, I just watched the, the regular raw footage, you know, so I could have my un, unbiased opinion. And from what I saw, I saw a lot of things. <laughs> it seemed like, you know, uh, you know, like you said, it seemed like he uh, he reached he stepped in to, to talk to her to get closer and she stepped away. But then later she stepped in. So I never saw, you know, any anything that would make me think that he was doing anything inappropriate. You know, it looks like. Um, she was like I said, she was stepping in and then she stepped away. But she right. stepped back in and you see the little strange guy walking around in the background. You know, he looked very suspicious, but, you know, I don't know. <laughs> you know, at some point, you know, she found out that, hey, he was a famous football player because, you know, she looked kind of young. So maybe she didn't know right. exactly who Michael Irvin was. And uh, no, I believe no. I believe it's a cash grab. That's what I really believe it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I believe, uh, you know, they had the interaction. uh it looked like she she didn't know whether she was interested or not. You know, like I said, she you know stepped away, pulled away, what? stepped in, what? pulled away, stepped in, what? and then um like I said, I think later on she might have found out that he was a um, a celebrity, you know, a famous football uh, player from the past, and uh, decided you know let's go for that cash grab. What? So you know I, that's what dude, I did. Real quick, did you forget yeah. how the video started off, dudes? She went looking for him. She came yeah, around she the corner. Back. She I got to the bar before he did. She works yeah, so, at the hotel. She so knows somebody who might have, there. Yeah, somebody might have told her that, you know, who he was or whatever. Yeah, her manager, the dude that was mad. Yeah, we got Michael Irvin staying here tonight. Ooh. Michael Irvin, who is that? Yeah, Ooh. he's this old guy. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, famous. Like you said, cash grab. It's a mm. young girl like, oh, really? So she, yeah. like, when is he supposed to get here? She was the first one to meet him. Yeah, she so, went out of her way. And so, like and he, I said, forget, like, don't, forget her, don't forget her foot. Don't forget her foot action when he walked up to her and he said something else. He got uh, oh my goodness, a crazy <laughs> type action with her. Now he, now he a body language counselor. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Narrative, whatever narrative you wanna you wanna um, give evidence for, you can with this video, because one, like he said, there's no sound, <laughs> so we we gonna make it say whatever. Now, one of the things, like I said, what dudes are talking about, Mike did step forward to her he even put his hand on her elbow at one for like a 30 uh one thirtieth of a second right he touched her elbow right now um what mike said we don't know but dante knows <laughs> yeah he had the video dante got that other video <laughs> but i didn't have a video so i don't know what mike okay, did Dudes, dudes. So from what you saw without sound, how do you know that little other that little guy was weird? <laughs> what was he doing to gave you? What, what did he do to give you the impression he was weird? He, he didn't had the, no the sound. He wasn't saying walk. nothing. <laughs> See? He had a weird and man I was walk. Watching, 
I'm watching the body. They call that. That's a word for that. You know, man. body, emotion, communication, physical communication. He had a, he had a hater walk. So, hold on. Hey, so, man, let me bring hey, back the mic for a second. I need to say anything. What that mean? What that mean? What's up, man? Get, get back you to my first You see what I mean? You didn't need sound for that. You know what this means? This boy. You don't need sound to know what's going yep, on. Yep, Lord. <laughs> Look at here. Get back to Mike for a second. Now, the one thing I can say is, you know, in this lawsuit, there's three witnesses that said Michael Irvin didn't do nothing. Three witnesses, right? I haven't heard one person that has corroborated the other girls, her, her, her version of what happened. There's been one person to come out and say, well, yeah, what she's what he what she said is true. Mm-hmm. Now the thing again, going back to the thing, <laughs> could Mike could Mike have could Mike have done it? Yeah. Because he already admitted he was drunk. <laughs> right? He said he was he was a little, little, little tipsy. Could he have said some stuff like she said he said? You want this, you want to you ever had a big black man inside of you? Could he have said that? <laughs> <laughs> he probably did. <laughs> he he could have possibly said that. You know. <laughs> but the, again, if you look at the video, if you use the video as evidence, that's Dante did. Back, that's no. he back, Rodney, when he said But that. she came yeah, back forward. Oh, wait a minute. But she came back forward. Yeah, why did she come back forward? Why did right. she come back she forward? Like we did again. Right. So, but yeah, uh, now let, 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 let's get to the, the, the serious thing about this for, for a second, though. Um, as it's difficult, I mean, we we make a light of the situation. We know we're just having fun with the situation, but um, there are there's a uh, it's real it's real hard for a man to defend himself when these allegations come about, whether they be true or not. It's very hard for a man to defend himself, yeah, and the fact that Mike has decided to, to file a hundred million dollar defamation suit against the the Marriott hotel chain. Mm-hmm. Again, like D said, shows to me that he is he he's real serious that he didn't do nothing. Yeah, he's adamant that he didn't he's do anything. Adamant that he didn't do nothing. So his career. Now again, we don't. Other than, other than Dante, no, none of us know what was said, what was done, blah blah blah. But Dante uh, might have been that little man. <laughs> but because because of the actions of Michael Irvin, because of the actions of Michael Irvin, no video tape you just sprayed the camera with uh, spray paint. Sprayed the camera? What camera? What you talking about? <laughs> what you talking about? Uh-uh. But anyway, I don't know who's standing. Anyway. First of all, first of all, nobody should know who's standing where. It was a money uh-huh. grab. Going back to that, what dude said, well, he made a good point. Of course, he worked the hotel. It was an inside job. The two people that was most aggravated the most were the manager and her where this all came from in the first place they start this is what the streets are saying out here guys and from what i gather and what i'm seeing too what's going on it's at mm-hmm. a hotel first of all big profile people an easy way to make money here's a way for this chick or whatever to make money he might he might have been her pimp he's the manager but yeah that's he could be running a whole big thing she might be the mad dumb so we're all speculating on interpreting what we see from a video because there's no audio it's he say she say but the mm. video going back to side of the movie gives you a whole different perspective yeah we saw the whole interaction and like you said rodney the whole you ever had a big 
get inside of you. That could have been a little space off with space back. She came back with the little foot still happy until dude came and made himself visible. Like, bitch, get over here. It's time to go. And you start walk off and everything else. And then what? A couple days later, bam, you have this alleged, all these words, this assault and all this. I so even that's why I'm again, it. It, it was a money grab. Dude. It was a hustle. It was, it was a very a nice day. A black man on a famous black athlete, former athlete with money that's already been in trouble with history, like Dorian said, a chance to ruin him. That's why Mike was fighting back for his life with this hundred million against this chain. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame you, Mike. I hate and, no, I don't hate Dallas as a 49er fan. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. Right, the, back to you, sir. Let's I keep it moving. Part of it, right, is, is, is how but, it affected. Yeah, how it affected uh, Michael Irvin, you know, like I said, uh, you know, he didn't get a chance to do the Super Bowl. I was, I was about to talk he about He lost that. money. You know, he lost wages. And, you know, he was uh, guilty until proven innocent. <laughs> you just, you just ran off the that reality we live in in today's society. You just ran even, to the point, when I, as I was saying earlier, think about the fact that he's been in trouble before. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, one of the funny stories he told was about him and Mike Tyson being on probation and hanging out with T.O. So you have to think about my point is, is that Mike lost. He he understands how precious a reputation is Mm -hmm. because he had to build that rep back up. Mm-hmm. To, get to, get to, the, to get to the point where he was, you know, able to be on NFL Network and and so on and so forth. So the last thing he wants to do is lose that reputation again because it took him a long time to build it back up to where it is to where it's gotten to be, right? So now you got these accusations that could kill his reputation again, and if 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 they come out to be true. You know he's basically gonna be done on television and, and all that kind of stuff or whatever, particularly in the in the environment that we that we're in now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which again it goes back to your point of why it's so difficult for men to to defend themselves, right? Um, so his he understands his reputation is precious, even so, even more so I think than um, the jobs and so on and so forth because his money is made, right? But reputation is a big deal. And so he's trying to save his reputation again because he knows what how precious it is and what it's like to lose it. Mm-hmm. And so that all them years of building it back up, he, he can't allow something like this to ruin, you know, what it took him so long to build back up. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, Mike can't work. He already guilty. Uh and the the rep, like you said, the, the reputation that it took him the the last 20 years to build back up they're trying to take from him <laughs> in a matter of seconds and he, he, he you know like like dante said hey i applaud the man for fighting mm-hmm. I, I i pray that i pray that um what he says is true and that he will come out on the on the positive side of this and hopefully we don't get that actual audio that only dante heard exactly <laughs> you know hopefully hopefully they hear that that audio <laughs> we don't we don't need that one to come out <laughs> so all right, uh, I, so I told go. y'all I didn't need audio. I, I'm silent movie, man. I, I didn't. Like I said, it's like load management for kids. <laughs> right. I mean, think oh. about it. You know, we we played all the time, mm-hmm. and then you got these, you know, young guys. Well, we don't want to play them because we don't want to get we don't want them to get hurt. Well, they but, are basketball players. They're 
paid to play basketball. So I mean, but the thing is, if they're that fragile, then the thing is, <laughs> you don't want them to play in the summer league, but they're gonna be playing pickup games next week. Yeah, so let them play in the summer league. At least it's NBA sanctioned. <laughs> you know, right. let, let them do that. Um, right. But and and they got insurance. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, one 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 uh observation I did make with Wimbenyama is I think that uh based on his skill set and what he what he does because he sticks around the perimeter a lot, Ooh, an awful lot. He sticks around the perimeter a lot. Um, that um San Antonio would do good to get uh a big bruising center that can go into the paint for these uh first year or so. Uh, until he can get his strength together and uh, go down to the, because he'll eventually he'll be a five, but right now I think they're gonna have to play him at the four. Uh, you know who he kind of remind me of? It, it's just kind of crazy, but one of your uh, old guys, Porzingis, like a real big, tall center. <laughs> I mean, big guy. He's he's Porzingis with handles. Totally That's around the thing that differentiates him. He he has handles. And can defend on the perimeter. He. Yeah. I, I think he defends on the perimeter. I thought oh, yeah, his, his, his play against yeah. Brandon Miller was, was very telling. Oh, yeah, his overall asset I think could be better than uh, Porzingis. I think Porzingis is a better outside shooter. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, just the way he, like you said, he hangs around the perimeter, that, that's that's the first thing I thought of, thought of. You know, he moves like Ralph Sampson. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think they do. I think they do better. By keeping him at the four and getting the big bruises like a, a JaVel McGee to go in there and bang the fellas. Um yeah, somebody's gonna have to rebound. Somebody got <laughs> now you, now you sound like Charles Barkley. Yeah. Go in there and bang the fellas. <laughs> and when, you, when, you bang, when you're in there and you banging them and you <laughs> Yeah, and crying oh, for oh, sucking. Hello, D. Hello, D. Speaking of banging. <laughs> We're not about to talk about Zion. <laughs> what's, what's up with your boys down in Houston, man? What's up with your boys down in Houston, D? The Banger Boys. Look, all I'm gonna say, all I'm gonna say is this. Everybody, I saw Kwame Brown's comments about it and all this kind of stuff. And I'm just gonna say that I cats play in different ways. They was playing. They was playing. And, they look very and, playful, right? And, and so, I, all I can say is, is that that's among their friend group. And if if that's acceptable among their friend group, then hey, what can I say about it? That's that's certainly never been acceptable among our friend group. Um, but when I say that that guys play in different ways, I, I take it. I, I look at it this way. I remember when when we played baseball in high school. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we used to do, that was a team thing that we used to do all the time with each other is we would walk around and we would still on each other. Like if you didn't see, if you were sitting there on the bench and then you didn't see somebody coming, wham, you get, you get stolen on during the game, on the bus, all kinds of stuff. And people would be like, man, y'all ain't gonna hit me like that. Ain't ain't nobody gonna be hitting me like that. But that was just something that we did among the baseball team. You know, and other people didn't do it, but you know we did. So if that's if that's how they play, 
then that's on them. I just know that that's not the way that we play. Hey, we used to do that when uh, we were in class, you know, the teacher asked you to read a paragraph and you'd be back there reading and she's looking at her book finally. Right. <laughs> still on you while you're reading. Right. You're reading. <laughs> right. So, so your book remember, on the floor. <laughs> remember when remember when uh Johnny and them used to be because we started doing it too, but remember when him and Michael DeBruce and all of them used to run around chopping each other all the time? Oh yeah. like wrestling, chopping each other in the throat and all that kind of stuff. And we was like, man, man don't we, so so that's that's all I can say about that. Well, it it looked crazy, don't get me wrong, but hey, yeah, that, that was a lot different than stealing on each other. So yeah, hold on, hold on. a lot different. We, 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 do have to, we, we do have to step back just for one second because we just started talking about the the our our reaction to it, but we didn't tell the people what actually happened. So we're not gonna show you what happened. Yeah, I said, do we have to? <laughs> I'm not gonna show you what happened, but if you want to see, just type Jalen Green and uh what's his Josh name? Christopher. Josh Christopher. That's all you gotta do. Type Jalen Green and Josh Christopher. And it'll come up. We'll show you. There was did some. I, did I spell his name right? Hippocracy? Uh, I don't think so. But I think it's just J A L E N. But it's close okay. enough. Like like Jalen Rose. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Don't pull it up at work. Don't don't pull it up at work. Yes. <laughs> keep the sound off. <laughs> and keep the sound off. <laughs> so and hide uh, the children. <laughs> but it's 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 a playful moment. Quote uh, between actually former teammates now. Um, Happy playful moment. That uh, <laughs> and it's actually make sure you look for look at the whole video because you no know, some you'll see one that's like maybe six seven seconds long. Nah, you gotta see the whole thing. It went it went crazy. But anyway, it's a, some some playful moments between teammates. Let's just say that um, it's not normal play. <laughs> it's it's really not. It's normal for them. So, okay. It might be normal, yeah. but so what do you, what do you think would be the uh, after effects? Of oh, it's already done. They they didn't trade. Houston traded uh, the one that was getting pooped. To, uh, <laughs> to, um, where he go? I think they traded him. To, um, <laughs> I think they traded him to uh, San Antonio somewhere. They they. they they exiled they, they, the traded, they traded the one that won. <laughs> they, tra- they traded the Pluki, not the Pluker. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> anyway, y'all got issues, man. Y'all got issues. Y'all got issues. Issues up in here. Issues up in here. All right. But one thing we, one thing, <laughs> well, never mind. I'm Is that one of my, <laughs> I almost said somebody tailgate party, but. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on, dudes. Y'all, y'all try to get us, we, we going to get censored, man. We going to get censored. Oh, y'all, these jokes. Oh, y'all, these jokes. Oh. <laughs> So okay. that's enough talk about Jalen Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get away from uh... <laughs> We gonna call him Pookie. Hey, Pookie! <laughs> Pookie had a good duck today. Oh, oh. oh man, my son. Oh, man. Let's get, man. Hey, man, calm down. Let's talk about. We got a couple more seconds to talk about. Come on, D. Let's get it. Get your face straight, man. Get your face straight. <laughs> 
Ooh, hey, that man. was a rough one. I can't. That's a tumor. <laughs> D player hurt today. Um, another coach staying with the Big Ten and even staying in the in the uh, state of Michigan. The great state of Michigan. Yes, was one Mel Tucker. Mm. Mel Tucker. Why, Lord, okay. why? So, the, here's the situation with Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker has been fired by the Michigan State University uh, as a head football coach. Um, two years ago, Mel Tucker signed a 10-year, $85 million contract. $85 million contract. To, to coach um, the, the Sparties. Um, and since he signed that contract, State has... <laughs> Let's just say, um, not yeah. done as well, <laughs> not done as well as they did before he got his contract. Um, so there's a little little animosity uh, at the university in that regards. They, you know, were upset that they weren't getting the value out of this contract. Uh, now, our former host, uh, Mr. Dante Nash, shout out to little Dante. Um, was the conspiracy theory person <laughs> on this panel. Uh, he had a conspiracy for everything. Well, in this one, I think it is a conspiracy going on because Brother Mel got fired um, because of a relationship he had with a young lady. Um, it was a personal relationship Mm-hmm. One that lasted, you know, all you know, a year or so. Um, and somewhere along the line, you know, male and and, and what you gonna say, little male, came out to play. <laughs> so, um, and the young lady, you know, I guess took offense. She to little male play. coming out to play. She, yeah, she didn't want to well, play. she didn't want to watch little male play. <laughs> oh, oh, he was sending pictures. No, they were on a phone uh, call. Footage. Yeah, it was actually a, yeah. yeah they were on a phone call, and big male and little male was playing together. So, um, she, you know, she was, got little. <laughs> was giving little male a spanking. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tricky. The man was a bad boy, man. Little man was a bad boy. <laughs> and you know, he, he was letting her know that little male was a bad boy. <laughs> so, you know, needed to be punished. So Stuff happens. Stuff happens. Yeah, brother Noopsy. I should be punished. But anyway, <laughs> on, on, on a serious note, on a serious note. Uh, so uh the young lady you know, took offense to that. But here's where here's where it gets a little a little dicey. And this is where I said the conspiracy comes in. Um she didn't report this to anybody for like six months. Mm. Right now, her and Mel had this, they had a, a, a relationship. Problem is, Mel was married, um, so that was an issue. Uh, a big and 
You know, she reported yeah. she reported this instance, this situation to the university last November, right? Well, university didn't bring this out until August, right? And again, where the conspiracy comes from, there's a lot of people at, like I said, uh, people around the program that were upset that Mel lost two straight years to the other dude that, that Doran don't like, Jim Harbaugh, um, and were and you no, know, they were had a much worse record than they suspected. The recruiting wasn't going along right. Coaching uh, coaches were leaving. Uh, players were unhappy, so they didn't think they were getting the the um, benefits that they were expecting from by giving this man all his money. So now all of a sudden, and from now going, all of a sudden, going to the to the football playoff. Exactly. So now all of a sudden um, you get this thing and some people within, within the university, again, this is just, a, I had no proof, but it just, it makes sense this way. People in the university saw this as an opportunity to get rid of Mel Tucker because now they're using, they're using this as a way to, to fire him with cause. And for those that don't know, with cause means I'm going to fire you and I'm not going to give you your money. And I'm not going to pay you. Right. I'm not going to pay you. Now, if if it isn't true, again, Mel Tucker's position is this is a um, um, consensual. Personal. Two consenting adults that were, um, cons- um, you know, had a relationship. Yes, he, he was married. He was, you know, it, for his family, yes, it was horrible. But these are two, two consenting adults that did not. Now, she did do a, um, a presentation to the university, to his players, but she didn't work for the university. So it's not like the Udoka situation, dudes, where you know mm-hmm. um, there was someone that was under him, literally, um, mm-hmm. that he had his relationship with. This is someone that didn't didn't have a relationship with the university. Um, so you can't use that as an excuse. But what they're going to say is, you know, uh, sexual harassment. Morality. Yeah, sexual harassment is what they're what they're claiming. Um, but. How can it be sexual harassment if it was two consenting adults? And again, that's Mel Tucker's that's Mel Tucker's position. So mm-hmm. Dorian, um, at what point? Okay, let's go there. So when the accusation is, is presented, right? Should you immediately um, uh, ostracize that person and cast him out, or should you at least give him an opportunity to to express his side of the story? And get the details before you go out and, uh, you know, ruin a whole man's ca- career or what have you. I mean, my personal belief is has always been let everything play out first. Mm-hmm. Um, every person deserves uh, the the every person has the right to be to defend themselves. And I often think that that people, well, unfortunately, it's it's about news. It's about people wanting to get the scoop and wanting to be the first to report stuff and, and, and so on and so forth. And so you you always have this from the very beginning, you always have this this outrage that comes from just the non because they assume that the person is guilty. From the very beginning, as soon as there are any sort of accusations, then all of a sudden, that's when uh, 
everything, you know, all of the the uh, the uh, the criticism starts getting hurled out, out at the person and people start lashing out and, and and, you know, all this kind of stuff that we start to see happen. And most more often than not, they do this before all of all of the facts have come in. So mm-hmm. I believe that I always I believe that, you know, no one should be fired. No one should, you know, lose their jobs, any of these kinds of things um, until all of the facts have come out. And that person has, quote, had their day in court, so to speak. I've always believed that. So I, I hate I hate these, you know, jumping to conclusions and and wanting to fire people off the bat and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I, I, I hate that because because. Even even if even if the majority of the time you're right, okay, but the those times that you're wrong, well, you've ruined somebody's life. Mm-hmm. You you completely ruined somebody's life. So I would rather for whether you know whether you're right or however it turns out for all of the facts to come out in in a case first. So so here's here's my problem. Here's my problem with this. All right. Like I said, I mentioned it. This came back last November, right? So you knew, uh-huh. you knew about, you knew about the university knew about this accusation last November, right? But you let him go through um, spring practices the whole summer for a training camp, get the team prepared, get ready for the, the, the their first game. And then you bring this stuff out. If you knew about this all that time, and if it was, it, it, you're supposed to be doing your investigation. If you uncovered stuff during that time, wouldn't it have been better for you to say, hey, listen, um, you need to take a leave of absence while we continue to investigate this stuff, you know, and once we get this stuff, you know, once we get uh, more information, we'll come back to you. Why, if, if it was such, again, sexual assault, why are you letting him still coach the team? What was your reason think- for allowing him to still coach the team? Yeah, I think I think both of you are, uh, you both are right, uh, Unfortunately, you know, we are in the uh, generation of the cancel culture. And, uh, you know, like Rodney said, it could have been a plan to, you know, get rid of him. And then, of course, using the cancel culture generation that we're currently under, you know, Mm. uh, definitely the public outcry was going to be so great that. uh, And they and they knew this, that, you know, the public outcry is going to be so great that you couldn't keep them. And so that was, and you know, they they had their their excuse. So here, here's the thing. and it's unfortunate, like you said, because you know the the facts haven't even came out, but you know, in this current uh, cancel culture uh, regime we're under, it is what it is. So here, here's the thing: um, someone had to release this information because, again, the 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 information about um, little male. That was that was leaked out there. So is it uh, is it Mel or Melvin? Or? <laughs> <laughs> that was leaked out there. Um, you know, you know, Tucker didn't leak it, right? The the defendant, I mean, not defendant, the the plaintiff, uh, the one that's making the claim, she says she didn't she didn't put it out there. So maybe little, little Melly Mel, uh, maybe Melly Mel uh, released the information. <laughs> he trying to let y'all know he's coming out. He, he released something tape. else there. He released something. Right. He, had a he got a new release. <laughs> but again, the, the conspiracy theory uh, part says that they put this information out there because, again, um, 
<laughs> there was there was never any physical there was never any physical contact or anything like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if, you know if if the, if someone feels that they've been sexually assaulted, oh by all means, you know, oh yeah, go through the process, do what you have to do. If he's guilty, he's guilty. You know, put put him in the jail, do whatever you got to do. Mm-hmm. But as D said, you know, if if this did not happen, and I'm not saying it didn't happen, but if it didn't happen, by the by the uh, the possibility that it did not happen, this man, his career has forever been ruined. Who's mm-hmm. going to hire the man that plays with little male? His his uh, family name has been tarnished. You know, due to little little uh, Melly Mel's release, right? <laughs> so, so who go, who's gonna hire him and Little Mel? Nobody. Because right. you gonna always have this this out there. They gonna laugh at this man every time he come come into an interview. Oh uh, yeah, you know how Little Mel doing today? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I don't know who gonna be asking about Little Mel, but I'm just saying. Maybe but his, uh, his, his career. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> his, career, his career is forever tarnished. How do we get caught up in these conversations? <laughs> and then with our sense of humor, it, it could go left quick. <laughs> it could go left quick, right. Hey, dude, he was pooking himself. <laughs> a self-pook. <laughs> He's a self-pooker. He's a self-pluker. <laughs> he was he, he was he was on camera taking plukies. Issues, <laughs> man. Issues. Okay, quick, quick. It's we gonna release forever, y'all. <laughs> we go. We go. Let's talk about another his latest release. <laughs> Oh, oh man! Wow. <laughs> Melly Mel in the first five. <laughs> and what was the song? <laughs> B Street. <laughs> I'm on the road tonight. Right, let me take my hat off. Beat street, Rock. king of the beat. Y'all, we ain't been here in a while. We just have to He was on camera tomorrow. Beat street, the king of the beat. King of the beat. See me rocking that beat from across the street. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh, y'all got me. <laughs> y'all got me, Phil. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Can we move? Can we move? Can we move, move on? right on? <laughs> Let's move on, y'all. Let's move on, y'all. <laughs> All right, Mia, let, me, let me hide you, Mia. Me maybe you. maybe that was his co host. <laughs> oh. 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 Mel was his co host. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. Oh, let, oh. let me stop before I spit oh. this juice out. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Oh. 
You mean gang, but you mean like gang? <laughs> He's from East St. Louis, uh, y'all. Hey, hey, we, hey, we, we, we done with our mail, right? Yeah, we, right. Like, 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 we, we, we were from Hello. the gang, baby. <laughs> hey, man, I'm still thinking about mail Tucker. <laughs> But Coach Prime, oh my God, uh, <laughs> Coach Prime, what, what, a, what a welcome back episode. That, how, how do you recover from that? Y'all funny. funny, man. Y'all funny. <laughs> Coach Prime had his buffaloes rolling, banging. They, they, they was banging out winds. <laughs> they was banging out winds. <laughs> Oh, y'all got me all flustered, man. I gotta find, I gotta find the records. Y'all got beat down, right? Michael Parsons got beat down. You had a good game this last week. Stick with that, like Dorian said. Wait till the season over. Wait till you retire. Podcast like another athlete. Shut your mouth. Let us talk the crap for you. Hit us up. Raymond on the bush. Yeah, that's what I got to say. <laughs> yeah, y'all saw that. That's what he got to say. That's what he going to say. All right. Speaking of which, what y'all got to say about this, though? Background, man. I ain't going to tell you what it looked like. So yeah. tell us what it is. What is that? Talking to me. What is that? In the background. In the background. I'm sorry, I missed that. Yeah, you talking to you. Yeah, you. Yeah. That she was pointing at. What is that thing? To, to your left. What? Is what? The, whatever that oh, thing you was pointing at. What? Oh, is my, my 49ers. My 49ers. That 49ers thing. You mean on my 49ers gear? Bruh. <laughs> Don't touch it. Yeah. Don't touch it. Actually, <laughs> Don't touch it like bang. that. Put it down. So every time Dallas loses, there's a in there. Oh. This guy. Put it to his mouth. Put it You must have this around the house. Hey, man. Yeah, oh. yeah D, you used to have that around the house. <laughs> oh, oh right. man. You're crazy, dude. Yeah, Dora, where's yours? Keep rubbing on this. Stop rubbing it, man. Stop rubbing it. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's my genie. 
I'm wishing for a Super Bowl. <laughs> if you, if you, if you stroke it, would you get a Super Bowl championship? Native American gourd. Handmade. Oh, he stroke it. So, <laughs> if, if you, so, if you stroke it, it'll release. <laughs> so anyway, this is from the same family. As a bunch genie. <laughs> a lot of dollar bills in here. From all the Dallas fans that lost, I wish I could bust it open to show right now the money here from the Dallas fans that had to put money right there, right? <laughs> My guy's I'm never hurt. been a good one. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I'm hurt. <laughs> this is a this is a great, this is great, y'all. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to bust it open. So, anyway. Wish I could bust it open. I'm bust it open. Mother Mel, that too. Y'all got problems, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you put that away, please? Put it away. Put it away. I do. I do. Before we, before we get signed by the, F by the FCC. Oh, oh Lord. He, he rubbing again, a genie out. <laughs> He's gonna release that genie on you. Oh, let me say no. Oh yeah. He come with the with the porno music. Get back to the show, fellas. Wow, chicken, wow, wow. Oh, hey man, push it to the side, bro. Push it to the side. <laughs> We're getting back to our show, y'all. Yeah, we have fun. You're we found me, man. You're me. Oh, but that's You're actually uh, that's a pump. Yeah, uh -huh. no. yeah. you pumping all right. You never seen one before. It's a squash, basically, it's a squash. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. You got excited. Right. But what was this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ryan, show it to you. I want to see. I want to see. Before we so it's so rudely interrupted. I'm good. You bring out yeah. the toys, <laughs> man. We bring out the toys. We don't know that thing, man. <laughs> He gonna release that genie, <laughs> man. Hey, man, let's talk about these Colorado Buffaloes. A, a new release. <laughs> oh, oh, gee. Somebody else got busted open. Was the Colorado Buffaloes? <laughs> Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Prab busted wide open. Prab had a hard time. Uh -huh. A long hard game. Prime had a hard time this past weekend. His Colorado Buffaloes got bust from behind. They were up twenty nine points. And lost the game. And they rolled away. Oh, wow.
breaking news. Jack Jones about to get cut. <laughs> oh, I got a cramp in my leg that's killing me right now. Lord help us. <laughs> you can't do those sudden moves no more. I'm about to get. I'm about to be on injury reserve in a minute. I'm about to be on injury reserve in a minute. I got a trailer horse in my thigh. Oh Lord, Jesus! Alive. Oh, oh. All right, we're going to end this right now. <laughs> but it looked like it's already ended for you. Oh Lord! But you know, you know, speaking of other people who don't seem to learn their lesson, Tyreek Hill hmm. being investigated <laughs> for assault, right? Now, you know, he didn't have a whole lot of trouble with domestic violence before. Uh-huh. And now you again, I just I just don't understand how these cats continue to get themselves in Ooh, these yo. same <laughs> I got a chicken horse. <laughs> I'm in pain. Oh. Wait <laughs> in the water. Wait <laughs> in the water. <laughs> We have to talk about Tyreek Hill next week. Go get you some pickle juice. Get you some Gatorade. I can't move my leg. Oh, what Tyreek Hill do? Tell me about Tyreek Hill. He ain't got a Charlie horse. (laughs) Oh, Lord. It ain't going away. Y'all ain't right. Y'all have one to roll this rod. I got a roller. I'm in my basement. All right, let me stand up here for a second. Oh no, that ain't good. That ain't good. Nope, nope, nope. Can't do that. Hey man, get us out of here. Take us home, D. Get us home, D. Come on, Don. Let me out of here, bro. So. Because, because we have had a catastrophic injury on the set. <laughs> we gonna, we're gonna go ahead and end this now. We want we want we want we want to thank y'all. We want to thank y'all for coming. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and we'll see y'all next week. And if you don't like what we had we said today, kiss it. See y'all later! Don't blame it on sunshine Don't blame it on the moonlight Don't blame it on the good times Blame it on the boogie Don't blame it on the sunshine Don't blame it on the moonlight Don't blame it on the good times Blame it on the boogie
Bruh. It ain't going away. <laughs> it, it, it won't go away. That was a great episode. <laughs> it won't go away. It won't go viral. Oh, my God. Oh, it won't go away. I can't move my leg. I can't move my leg. Ah. Oh, my God.